one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, I'm Gary YouTube from Cultaholic Wrestling once again, joined by another Gary YouTube, and we're here to do the Mac Daddy, the Big Daddy, the grandest tier of them all. It's the entire AEW Dynamite slash Rampage roster from 2021, heading into 2022. How are you feeling? Daunted. Daunted is the word for me. How are you feeling about it? Not too bad. Okay, Not too bad right. at all. Thanks for asking. But we do have 84 wrestlers to get through today. And I've tried to keep to the people who have been featured on, on, on Rampage and Dynamite more so than not. So, for example, Aaron Solo is the first name you get to on the AEW roster page on their official website. I haven't included him because he's had three matches all year long. Joey Janela, much the same. Two matches on Dynamite this year, not on Rampage. What can we say about yeah, that? So yeah. without any further ado, there are the rules. 84 wrestlers to go. Let's get cracking with a knack and Sam hit the intro. So just in case you haven't been here before, of course, we have this lovely tier. Look at it. Wow. Where we have several tiers ranging from the best down to lovely, 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 down to middle of the road. All right. Down to just about bearable. And you want to avoid that bin, don't you? Oh, you don't want to be in the bin. You don't want to be in the bin. <laughs> and we're kicking things off with Alan Angels, of course, of the Dark Order. Arguably his biggest moment of 2021 came in that match, that loss, I should say, uh, to Daniel Bryan in his hometown of Georgia. Well, home, home place of Georgia. Yeah. I don't know where yeah. they were in Georgia specifically. He had a great rematch, I would say, against Kenny Omega. Uh -huh. after that one that caused the internet to melt during lockdown because he lasted five minutes with Kenny Omega. This one went eight minutes on Dynamite in November. Then we had a big, silly 16 match tag team match alongside Orange Cassidy as they toppled the HFO and he spent much more of the rest of the year on dark and dark elevation so I reckon bottom two tiers isn't oh, it? I thought well, no, no, yeah, all right to bearable all right to bearable yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry I got um, too excited straight away and I think for, for Alan Five Angels it's been all right. If it wasn't for the Omega stuff, I'd say bearable. But does the Omega stuff push him? It was another good match, ahead. wasn't it? And he always yeah. and he lost his mask this year, of course. I'm not entirely sure why, because I don't watch all of the being the elites. I'm sure it happened on there. But mm. he's a fine-looking skater boy-looking man. He is. And with I his think, cap. And I think that um, 
And I think that generally the dog order have had a really good year character-wise. Yeah. So I think that might push him as well in all right territory. Let's put him in there and we could always move him down because that's the beauty of the tier list. If we fancy moving, then we can bloody well do that. Mm. And sticking with the Dark Order now, we have Alex Reynolds, who was mainly taking part in the big tag matches that the Dark Order got themselves involved in. The 16-man winner of the HFO at the start, the as I mentioned just before. Fight for the fall in the map there, the match with the entrances. You know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. here with Hangman and the Elite. Uh, a couple of tag team matches in the Hangman versus Elite storyline as well. Uh, that was towards the start of the year. And again, much of his stuff came on Dark and Dark Elevation and he's such a sexy boy on Being the Elite. I watched a little bit the, this morning where he was sort of uh, putting away the advances of Peter Avalon. They were sort oh. of hugging and, and it was lovely stuff. It was, yeah. I don't know, where, I don't know how that factors into this. <laughs> I don't know at or, where, or where to put him really. Um, it's got to be much the same as old, 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 five, old angels. five Angels there, Yeah, right? I think so. I, I was thinking do I prefer Reynolds but then I realised no, I'm loving Angels instead. So I'll... Oh no. Oh, we'll let that one settle before moving on to Abaddon, who had one match on Dynamite this year, which was a big doozy. It was the AEW World title where Shida defeated her back in uh, January. Eight minutes, 27 seconds that match lasted mm. for, which feels long for an Abaddon match. Uh, yes. She's had one Rampage match this year. That was the trick-or-treat match against Dr. Britt Baker, Demider, where she, well, Abaddon lost to Dr. Britt Baker. The Casino Battle Royal, she was in that one at All Out. Uh, 17 wins on Dark and Dark Elevation this year, no losses. Oh, Doesn't really enough. factor into this no. tier list, but uh, it was a, a lovely thing to put in all the same. She's not featured that much. But two matches. <laughs> was that it? Just those two? On the weekly shows and then one pay-per-view appearance. Because the thing, I love that match with Britt Baker. Yeah. I thought it was really different. And, and despite being like the champion and the top dog of the women's division, Britt Baker wasn't afraid to sell fear. She was really scared of Abaddon, had to change her strategy to put her away. I really liked that match. So yeah. uh, what was the other thing that she did? Uh, the other thing was, it was a title match against Sheeda back in January. Oh, Eight minutes, yes. 27 seconds on Dynamite. Not quite as good as the, the Britt Baker one, no. but still enjoyable, generally. But she's done so little. It's, it's fantastic to think that AEW just keep her locked away in a proverbial cupboard, not, yeah. not an actual cupboard, until Halloween comes around and then Trick or Treat Street Fight happens and then we have her coming out there being all scary bollocks and whatnot. Yeah. It's definitely got to be a tier below those two lads there I because so. just because she's been featured least, or sorry, less than those two have. But as you say, the Trick or, the, the trick or Treat match was good, mm. so that keeps her out the bin for me. Yeah, me too. Me Andrade too. El Idolo requested his release from WWE back in March after initially getting turned down, of course. I forgot about that point. Mm. The Said, no, 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 and he said, please, 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 and they said, yes, 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 on March the 21st. Then all the way through till June the 4th, that's not that far, Ross. On June the 4th, he made his AEW debut. I wasn't a fan of the debut at all. We had mm. Matt Seidel cutting a promo. Vicky comes out saying, excuse me, this, that, and the other. Now comes Andrade. Didn't make him feel like a big-time star to me, just sort of going, oh, I want a match. Yeah. Me first feud, Matt Seidel, you'll do. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it was one of those ones where you, you feel like, AW sometimes get the tone of their day. Sometimes they get it spot on, like an all out, obviously. Yeah. Sometimes with this, and also I think in the opposite way with Christian's debut, mm. they get it a little bit wrong. Whereas Andrade should have felt bigger. Christian's was maybe overhyped a yeah. little bit. So, yeah. Um, Thanks, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but things picked up well. It took a while to pick up from there because, of course, we had the. Well, maybe not because we had the introduction to Andrade's promo style, which I can't remember seeing in WWE because obviously he had Zelina Vega next mm. to him for a large part of his run. Um, but on, on Dynamite and stuff, the sort of flamboyant nature, the sort of like, well, I'm Andrade. Mm. Uh, mm. Pack. 
I sent you a limo that way. I yeah. didn't mind that. Ah, I That's thought it was quite a nice touch to add yeah. to his character. Of course, the highlights have got to be the Atlanta street fight with Cody, the one with the flaming table, the stuff with FTR. This is grown-up professional wrestling, this, right? FTR's negotiations with, oh, with yeah. uh, MJF and Andrade and all that stuff and him buying FTR. and You know what I want about here. All I the, got all a bit stuff confused, and, but yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Cody and the Death Triangle, of course, getting involved with that. Uh, Andrade was the number one contender. He was in the number one contender ladder match, which uh, Hangman won to get the shot at the big one. Um, that's about it, really. Yeah. A few tag matches here, there, and everywhere. Um, oh, all right. Yeah, I'm thinking. This all is right. Andrade, remember? I know, and I'm I'm thinking all right as well. Because if you told me Andrade was going to debut in AEW, and and it's maybe even told me the people he'd, he'd wrestle, I'd be like, wow, that's really good. Yeah, but I, I think there's more to come with yeah, Andrade. Definitely. definitely. Uh, <coughs> I'll put him in all right. Anthony Agogo, of course, made his AEW debut this year because he is the pride of Great Britain, mm. and he fought on Britain's behalf against America yeah. and Cody Rhodes. Uh, oh. Seven matches in AEW's had this year. One defeat, of course, that happened to Cody at Double or Nothing, which should never have happened. No, no, It should never. never, ever have happened. He won a bloody medal at the Olympics, for goodness sake, yeah. and the Commonwealth Games. Uh, made his AEW return at the start of December, but that was for stuff on Dark and Dark Elevation. So it's a weird one. I thought he did all right in what he was doing. Mm. It's just the fact he was up against Cody... He was fighting a losing battle because this, I think, was before Cody realised, oh, I'm actually being a bit of a heel here. Yeah. I'm, I actually think I'm America's saviour. Declared, <laughs> declared war on the he UK, basically. Solved racism, all sorts, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Um, I think with a go-go, it's... He's he's looked really impressive. He's much better in the ring than I thought he was going to be. Oh yeah, you doing moonsaults and that? Yeah, I never expected that. He's a massive fella. But the booking wasn't the best for him. But no. again, like Andrade, I think there's more to come. Yeah. But he hasn't done as much as Andrade. So it sounds really harsh, but I was thinking bearable. I'll put bearable as oh. well. Of course, he had sort of travel issues and whatnot. And I know he spent a long time away from his family and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And had a, a rough old time of it in 2021. So here's to more in 2022. Yes. And now I've put the Gun Club in as a collective uh, because, well, basically they did most of their stuff together. So that's why. Mm. Uh, I've got their 2021 records, though. Austin Gunn, 19 wins, 2 losses. Billy Gunn, the father, Mr. Assman, 27 wins, uh, 5 losses. And Colton Gunn, 29 wins, 1 loss, which included a, an unbeaten streak, just for Colton, this is, by the way, that rivals both Asker and Goldberg. Wow. Um, obviously, more of their matches took place on Dark and Dark Elevation than on Dynamite, but they did do some things on Dynamite this year, but it was free and far between Cody and the Gun Club, the dream team, mm -hmm. as everyone calls them. They defeated Colt Cabana, John Silver, and uh, Press 10 Vance. Mm -hmm. And then we had Billy and Colton losing to Darby and Sting on an episode of Dynamite. And then Billy lost to QT Marshall in April. So that's got to be Ben then. Ooh, oh! No, I'm joking. I, I guess bearable. <laughs> Turned heel as well. They have turned heel. That was a weird one. Yeah. Just sort of being friends with a big show, Paul White, and then just hitting them in the back, and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now they're not. Now they're not very nice boys. No. I. I don't know. Can you? Can you bin them? I'd say bearable. Yeah, I'd say Billy bearable Guns look good. He's still class. I'm still not. I've got. I've still got that irrational hatred for um, not Colton Gunn, you're the fella, Austin, Austin Gunn, um, and Colton Gunn. I've got no opinion on at, at all. Was the Austin hatred because he was so enthusiastic during lockdown? Yeah, in and the he, crowd. he struck me as someone who like. Didn't know his role, so shut your mouth, jabroni. Now, like, when he's in the, in the crowd during the lockdown ones, he was always, like, starting fights on the big towering heels, so he should, in kayfabe terms, in my mind at least, should be going like, oh, I'm scared 20, of you. 20-odd wins and five losses. <sighs> or... 
He's unbeatable. He, isn't he a small man? I don't think he is a small man. <laughs> I think his dad's just massive. Yeah, I'm saying this having not really looked at the picture when he stood next to his dad, mm. who I have seen in the flesh, and who oh, is my word. impossibly big. Mm. Anna Jay, back in February, she was set to compete in the Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament, but suffered a big old shoulder injury. Then that was it for just about all the year. September the 1st, she came back on Dynamite, saving Ty Conti from Penelope and the mm. Bunny. Uh, she lost to Jamie Hayter in the TBS Tournament. Then we got sort of tag team action with Tay Jay, as they were known AJ. fight and all that stuff yes. uh, they beat the bunny and Penelope on Dynamite in September uh, Anna Jay also took part in the Casino Battle Royale All Out TJ and Thunder Rosa defeated Dr. Britt Baker and friends mm -hmm. Jamie and Reba Re Re Reba and I said two words and one there Reba uh, on, in, on Dynamite in November mm. uh, one match on Rampage as well where she lost to Nyla Rose quite recently uh, Nyla Rose, Penelope and the bunny I should say yeah, when yeah, she was yeah. teaming with Ruby and Tay yeah. I think I, it's Anna's, been hamstrung because of injury, hasn't it? It has, yeah. it has. But she's improved, definitely. Mm, yeah. Uh, you can see that she's improving like every year, but this year you're right. It was it was kind of hamstrung by injury. So, is it bearable then? Like similar to a go go, like she's definitely better than she was or than we expected, but. She has another chance to do much. Yeah, and when she has done much, it's been like in a sort of supporting role in different views. Because I remember sort of Ty Conti being the focus mm. of that one on the ascension of the title, then Ruby having friends against people who do have friends. You know what I mean? That I know sort what of you stuff, mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and also, it's it's a win for her this year because she's gone out with Jungle Boy. Yeah. What a guy. It's a win for him as well. It's both of them. Para winners. Bobby Fish. <laughs> appeared on Straight to Hell this year, which is a fantastic bit of information. Mm. If you haven't watched it yet, go and watch it. He's a lovely fella. Uh, released by WWE on August the 6th, made his AEW debut exactly two months later when he challenged Sammy Guevara for the TNT title in what was a better match than I ever thought it would be. Yes. He kept up with him, didn't he, old Bobby? He did. I say old Bobby. He's not that old, old you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> defeated by Lee Moriarty on Rampage, on the Rampage buy-in that time, remember? Yes. In another good match. He had the hard-hitting match with CM Punk on Dynamite where mm -hmm. they just batted each other. It was fantastic. A match with Danielson on Dynamite, much the same. Mm -hmm. They batted each other. It was good. The match with Dung Jungle Boy, much like the Sammy Guevara match. He kept up with Jungle Boy. This is a Bobby Fish, which he told me on Straight to Hell. He was told not to be in NXT. He was told yeah. to just be the background guy of the Undisputed Era. Yeah. And of course, you can't help injuries, but that didn't help his cause as well no. in, in NXT. So seeing all these good matches, he's had 10 matches already in AEW in two months, whatever it's been, since October the 6th. Uh, it's been good stuff. It has been good stuff. He's a pro, isn't he? He's he a is pro. a pro. He's a professional wrestler. And he's also incredibly naive because he's friends with some dickheads who clearly don't care about him. Mm. Eh? They keep leaving him high and dry and getting beat up in the middle of the ring. Yeah, they do. Disgusting. <laughs> Especially Adam Cole. Who yeah. Goes way back with him <laughs> and just leaves at the first sign of trouble. Uh, Bobby Fish for me is either all right or or maybe even breaking into lovely. I would say breaking into lovely. Yeah. Very consistent. He's 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 uh, shattered all expectations in my opinion. Mm. I think he's been fantastic in yeah. the ten matches he's had. And of course, it's hard to say because he only debuted in October, but and what he's done in those two months. Wowzers! Yeah, I think I think yeah, we'll put him in lovely, lovely, lovely. He'll be near the bottom, but still, I think he's had a lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely run so far. Brandon Cutler has had eleven matches in twenty twenty one. Annoying, isn't he? I know that's the point. Yeah, uh, he lost to Jungle Boy in a minute towards the start of the year. He teamed with Kenny to lose to Christian and the Elite Hunter. Frankie yes. Kazarian. <laughs> he teamed with the Bucks to lose to Eddie and Death Triangle in, in tag team action. He's won one match out of ten this year, and that happened against Mysterioso. 
okay. on dark in February. Mm. But of course, that's not what he's there for. He's there to do the spray. He's there to be annoying. And I think, because I couldn't give a solitary hoot about Brandon Cutler when we were sat here this time last when year. When he was the Dungeons and Dragons bat. Yeah, man. it wasn't because of that. It was just because he was just a bit bland, wasn't he? Well, he was just a nice man. That yeah, was his gimmick. Yeah, the nice few with Peter Avalon on, on dark and mm. stuff. But since then, I think the, the role of being a dickhead mm. is his is true calling yeah, in life. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would argue. Oh, no. It's got to be lovely, lovely, lovely. No, really? Brandon Cutler for his role. No. It's all in relativity, isn't it? It is, but I was going to say all right. Well, put him in all right. Yeah. I'll go towards the top. I, I can't get too excited. Him, Brandon, I'm lovely, a big lovely. fan of Brandon. I'm a big fan of his I work. I get really annoyed by him, but that means he's doing his job. That does mean he's doing Bubba his Ray job. Dudley would love that. Where are the real, real heat? Where the real heels these days? <laughs> Oh, shut up, Bubba Ray. Uh, Brian Cage. Now, this is strange. Last match took place on October the 6th, where Starks beat him in that street uh, street fight on Rampage. Then we had, of course, the main sort of theme of his 2021 was sort of getting sick of Team Taz's mm. SHIT and then breaking away from them. And then that led to the stuff with Starks, and he, he lost the FTW title. Uh, he did have the match against Page. Um, it's uh, double or nothing the mm. first event back with fans I remember that one being quite good but again it's Brian Cage isn't it? he's, mm. he is good what, what, I'm sure I've asked you this before on camera but what is it with Brian Cage I don't know why is he is. so hated backstage I don't, know, I don't know what it is but I do feel like there's, there's more going on isn't there like him and his wife have been making sort of veiled references or not so veiled references to him being underused or underpushed yeah. I assume it's because if you or I were Brian Cage and looked like him we'd expect immediately to be world champion so maybe that maybe there's an element that he feels like he's not being given enough of a push maybe I honestly don't know but it's not been he's been kind of an afterthought I thought he'd be the breakout star of, the, of yeah. Team Taz once he turned on them instead he, he's made them more over but they kind of sacrificed him so it's not been a good year really for him no he has just sort of stood there and gone yeah yeah done that thing he did beat Adam Page on Dynamite in April mm. uh, the revolution match with Starks against Sting and Derby that was I think I exceeded expectations yeah. the, the minus the, the weird camera cuts and whatnot yeah, for yeah. Sting to do a what was it a Canadian destroyer or a, yeah, something, yeah, something like that, that. whatever it was um, or, or was it yeah I think it, or was it a code red a code red but, that's um, the one I'm looking for it escaped yeah. me for a second mm. there and then uh, to round off the headlines for his year Brian Cage's year he lost a TNT title match to Derby right at the start of the year uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know what I don't know what I say. No, no, no. Nah, because the match been. against the Revolution match was good. Yes, it was. The match against Hangman at the pay per view was good. Yes. He did beat Page as well in April on Dynamite. Yeah. So he's done some stuff this year, but the second part of the year. Well, he, the feud with Ricky Starks, but the matches were good. It's yeah. just that he came out of it looking bad. So I think bearable, but like top end of bearable. Yeah, I'll maybe. go for that. Yeah, it's he not should, been a good should he be thing. doing a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then maybe he's just a victim of the roster being so massive. They can't give everyone a push. Brian Danielson, who of course made his AEW debut at the end of All Out. Mm. It was okay, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. too bad. Uh, but he, of course he did start the air in WWE. Lost that match to Roman Reigns on SmackDown, a universal title versus career match. That was all the way back in April. Yes. April. Yeah, that's crazy though. April that happened. Yeah. I thought it was like last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first match happened in that Grand Slam draw with Kenny Omega in the big tennis thing. Um <laughs> Arthur Ash. The Arthur Ash thing, yeah. yeah the, the lovely, lovely oh, setting. Very um, vertical stadium. Yeah, lovely. Wonderful perspective. Mm. Bird's eye view from the back row. Mm. Uh, Nick Jackson, Minoru Suzuki, Bobby Fish, Eddie Kingston, Miro in the tournament final. These are all big matches Brian Danielson has already had in AEW. Then we've had the stuff very recently indeed with the, the Dark member, uh, the Dark members? The Dark, members. The dark <laughs> Order members in their hometowns beating yes. them and kicking their teeth out. In the case of Cole Cabana, it's been fantastic stuff. And by the time this comes out, he could well be AEW champion for all we know. Yes, he's got a match set up with Hangman Page, which 
should probably be good. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> Brian Danielson, isn't he? So and he's Hangman Page. Yeah, I think that um, I think that it's it's really fascinating to see like he came in as the biggest hero in wrestling for 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 jumpmanship, and, and now he's going to wrestle like he always wanted to for years and. And then he's healed, but it worked. he's made it work. But he's still coming up the baby face tunnel, which I find interesting. Oh. Aye, aye. So he's not fully healed. Okay. But he, he, well, he thinks he's a baby face. Well, is he? Be, he's not being outrightly healed, is he? Ah, uh, he's been doing with this. Well, more and more, I guess. This the weeks stuff yeah. has been. He kicked Kulkabana's teeth out and bragged about it. He's just been a little cocky. You know what? Isn't yeah. He? Um, That's fantastic. I mean, if Bobby Fish is in lovely, lovely, lovely. I think Brian Danielson's done a bit more than Bobby Fish, oh, hasn't he? Oh, God, he's got to be in yeah, best for me. He's got to be Even in the though best, he's not yeah. been there all year, I think he's done enough to be in best. Now, I've, yeah. how much Ring of Honor did you watch? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I know bits and pieces. When Brian Danielson was there. I've seen a few... I've, I've, I've seen his best matches. I've, I've seen that match with Nigel McGuinness, and I don't know if we're quite on that level yet. That, when he's pulling his yeah. head in, the, in Liverpool? Just, yeah. He's <sighs> just a nasty man, isn't he, Brian Danielson? Yeah. Just a nasty man. I but think we're can, seeing shades of that now, aren't we, from, from back in the day? But he can take it as well, because he had a match in Ring of Honor as well with Morishima. Yeah. And he, when he fractured his eye socket. And uh, he's, great at, he's great at beating people up, and you, you, want, you want to boo him. But that means when he gets beaten up, yeah. it's even better. So he's best for me. Go on, Hangman, whenever this comes out. Go might on. have already happened. Battering. Commiserations, Hangman. Better <laughs> look next time. Uh, FTR, the headlines this year. Blood and guts, that happened this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, matches against Proud and Powerful. Among the gang warfare between the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. Then they lost to Sting and Derby on Dynamite. And that their match that I remember quite vividly for yeah. some reason. Uh, winning the AAA Tag Team type, uh, Championships from uh, the Lucha Bros as last Superanas. Yes. Um, they're not Piranhas. Uh, full gear match against Lucha Bros with a crap finish that was you know that's Rick Knox's fault that, that it was, was a really good match with the crap finish yeah, yeah with uh, Dax uh, sorry Cash Wheeler had the mask on but Rick thought it was Dax Harwood even though that's impossible one of them's got tattoos got different there. bodies yeah, yeah very different bodies uh, getting involved with the Malachi and Andrade and Cody and money changing hands and all that sort of stuff we went on before grown up professional wrestling and then we have Dax Harwood special shout out for him because he had great singles matches this year with not only Pac but Chris Jericho as well and with Tyson as, Mike Tyson as the enforcer mm-hmm. which I completely forgot about mm-hmm. and of course the one with John Boy. That was great. Man. That was this year. Yeah, it feels yeah. like several years ago, but it was fantastic. I think this might sound a bit weird, but I think FTR are in lovely, 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 but should be in the best. If if, if a few other things had gone right for them this year, they should easily be such in the as best. the the finish to that match with the Lucha Bros. Yeah. Generally, the booking as well. Um, I feel like you know they they're, they're the best tag team in the world for me when they're when they're allowed to be. There's no one that comes close, like not even the Bucks. But instead, I feel like they've been slightly lost in the shuffle. Not too much, but just it, remember that year in in NXT when they were just having amazing matches with every other tag team. Yeah. They could do that now still, but they've not quite been given the chance to. So it's lovely, lovely, lovely. And I'm disappointed that it is, which, which is weird, but <laughs> yeah. that's what I think. I, I know where you're coming from. Mm. Jack the Jobber hates the Young Bucks. No, no, no. It's their fault. I'll go for lovely, lovely, lovely. Okay. It's been, a, it's, it's been a, a year or sort of going up and down, hasn't it? But now we're very much on the up part. It was oh, towards so. the end. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho, a couple of big rivalries that went on too long yes. against the Pinnacle and American Top Team. Uh, back at Beach Break in February, he won the Tag Team Battle Royal to challenge the Bucks for the titles with who? Uh, Jake Hager? No. Sammy Guevara? No. Who was it? MJF? Oh, of course he did, of course. <laughs> he lost that one. Mike Tyson was the special enforcer. Uh, Jericho won that match against Dax Howard that we just said there. Blood and Guts, of course. Stadium Stampede at Dublin Offen. That was 
I can't remember what my feeling was at the time, but looking back, the stuff backstage with MGF and the American football coaches yeah. and all that sort of stuff and the staples, it was what it was. It was fun. It was yeah, weird. It went a so. bit too, too long, probably, like all, all of Chris Jericho's stuff and AEW uh. does at the moment. The labours of Jericho was good with MJF, of course, bringing back people, well, bringing people like Nick Gage into the fold. Yeah. Who and Tu Guerrero, people yeah. like that. That was good. Uh, he got the consolation goal in that feud because he lost everything, then won the final one, but he won the feud. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was yeah, a bit nonsensical. And then we end the things, the headlines, I should say, for Chris Jericho's 2021 with the, the history lesson. That was the 10-man the Minneapolis street fight. I can never say that bloody town. Oh, yes. Mini, Minneapolis. Water skis and toasters and stuff. Did you know the toaster was invented in Minneapolis in 1947? When when he said that, people on Twitter were saying the toaster was invented in Scotland. And wow. there was a bit of, a, bit of an argy-bargy going on. Who's the Scottish member of the AEW roster? Yeah. Have they got one? Not that I can think we of. We need to have no. a custody of toaster match in 2021, yes. surely. Um... Who's, who's like a Minnesotan with X-Pac. <laughs> um, so I think that Jericho really, really this year should have not taken a step back because he can get any, anyone he wants over, yeah. but he should have actually lost to MJF in the end. Like, I hate yeah. that he got his win back over MJF. It didn't and they treated MJF. as if he won the feud. And he obviously didn't. Yeah. Got thrown off the top of a cage by him. Now, for me, Jericho's year has been all right, but... Do you think? Do you think? I'd say that? just about bearable. Oh. I would go as far as to say, right? On AEW, Chris Jericho has been a tad annoying. And yeah. I'm thinking of the long promos. I'm thinking of the screeching. Yeah. I think he said screaming, but it's worse. The screeching on commentary. I would say because on commentary in 2020, I thought he was fantastic. He was excited. Mm. He was still being a heel, but he was still putting over the people who were the baby faces to make them seem good. But in 2021, he just screams. Yeah, I'd, screams. I'll go for bearable as well. I'll go top of bearable. Go top I'll of bearable. bearable. He has done some good stuff, oh, but yeah. by and large, it's been annoying for me. He's the Triple H of AEW. Whoa. Whoa. Clip that one. Uh, Britt Baker. Uh, lots of hello. I'm Dr. Britt Baker, and here. Why I'm good backstage segments with uh, I said Tony Khan there, Tony Schiavone, bit too many of those for me. Okay, do you think? Um, yeah, now that you say it, but I didn't notice it until you've said it though. So, yeah. yeah, back at Beach Break, where we had Dr. Britt Baker with Rebel defeating Thunder Rosa by knockout, then she lost to Thunder Rosa in the semi finals of the women's, women's eliminator tournament. Mm. Then we had that match. That match at St. Patrick's Day, what was it called, Brawl? I've forgotten the name of the, the show now. The match with the blood. The Donny Brook mm. uh, on St. Patrick's Day in AEW against Thunder Rosa. I, I, I don't even know what we say about that, that one. That was a crazy in, match, Incredible. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, Wonder Women's title from Sheeta, a double or nothing. That felt like it was a lot shorter than shorter time than that. It's yeah, good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wins of a red velvet on the Rampage debut. Then we had Statlander all out. She saw her off. Ty Conti at full gear. Uh, if anything, this entire year has told us that AEW need to do better in building up challenges for Dr. Britt Baker because I reckon there's only Thunder Rosa who's on that level at the minute. Oh, maybe Jade Cargill in the future? In the future, yeah. But do you not think that Britt's just been so good as well? No. Oh, I, th- right. I think oh, her 2020 oh. has way outweighed her 2021. Okay. okay. Even, though the, the, even though her best match by a country mile and maybe the best match of her career happened this year. Mm. I just think there was too many of like Dynamites where obviously... It's been an issue from the start, hasn't it? The women's division and the focus on there. Yeah, yeah. But you'd think with Dr. Britt Baker as the figurehead, now there'd be more focus on there, but there's not, is there? No, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I'd still I'd still say top two tiers. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. bottom are lovely, lovely, lovely oh, for me. Oh, fair enough. Fair I reckon, enough. yeah. I mean, like, outside the Thunder Rosa match, what match you were saying was fantastic. Oh, the Ty Cotty one. Yeah, it was yeah. better than expected. But um, I know what you mean. Yeah. What you mean. Difficult times. But good times. Yeah. But difficult times. Christian Cage. Excuse me. Uh, now, the debut, we've said this a lot on this channel, that it, it all made sense up until the final week before Revolution, because 
Tony Khan opened his mouth and then gave people license to speculate it was John Cena, yeah. Brock Lesnar, someone like that. An all-time Hall of Fame great, yeah. biggest was, star. I mean, what he said up until that point, I forget what he said exactly, but fantastic wrestler, Hall of Fame worthy, should be in the Hall of Fame. That's true. Yeah, all that stuff was true, but the final bit was a bit too far. Out he came at Revolution. Um, that was okay. Outwork everyone appeared on the screen. He's got his old Impact theme back, kind of. It was nice. The debut match for AEW was on March the 31st against the Elite Hunter before he was the Elite Hunter. That was just a fantastic, I would say, a throwback American-style professional wrestling yeah, matchup. It was a great match. Boots and laces mm. and, and takedowns and stuff. Did you see Christian's footwork in that match? I it was know, unbelievable. Yeah. No, I never, never see Christian's footwork. <laughs> All the wrestlers say it's there, <laughs> but I can never see it. <laughs> uh, Casino Battle Royal at Dublin Nothing. I don't know if everyone was fearing the worst, but Christian, of course, the old-timer got at the end against the young whippersnapper, Jungle Boy. I don't know if we're being conditioned like Pavlov's dogs by WWE, expecting Christian to win, but no, Christian did the right thing. Mm. Got eliminated, Jungle Boy, and then went on to be his mentor with the other jungle people. Yes, he did. Um, nice use of the old fella, I would say. I would say so. <laughs> no, 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 genuinely. Nice yeah, use of the old fella. <laughs> Uh, two back-to-back -back title matches against Kenny Omega, of course. Fantastic. Uh, won the Impact title, fantastic match. Then, to lose the AEW title match, he took a one-winged angel off the middle rope. Yeah. He <laughs> shouldn't be doing that at his age. Oh, he's all right. <laughs> and then to round off the headlines for Christian Cage in 2021, we had that crazy Donny Brook. I've used that word again, against the Bucks and Adam Cole at All Out Bay Bay. Oh, that was the one. Jump way. off the thing. He did. The, um, where the people walk through. That's the one way he, re <laughs> he really was Jungle Boy's mentor. They were, it was in the story. He gave him the chair to mm -hmm. end the match and stuff. I think after a difficult start, because everyone was too excited to find out who it was, and then went, oh, Christian. I think he's actually had a really nice year. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't know where exactly in the top two. Second, second tier. Lovely, yeah, lovely, lovely. Go on, man. That makes sense. More to, no, not more to come. I think he's been used just right at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Taylor, who I've put by himself because he started the year with a loss where he became Nero's butler. Oh, that yes. was this year. Remember that one? Yes. Beach break. Uh, Chuck and Orange ruined Penelope and Kip's wedding where... Chuck was the butler, Orange Cassidy was handcuffed. Or was it Chuck who was handcuffed? It was Chuck who was handcuffed, wasn't it? He got free and then blah, 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 blah. Mm. Cake, uh, wrestling, wedding. Wrestling, 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 wedding. It was a bit too, <laughs> a bit too predictable, that for me. It was odd. You'd expect AEW to put a, a slightly postmodern twist <laughs> on the old... What is throat. the postmodern twist on the wrestling? I don't know. I thought maybe that, that instead of him being in the cake, he'd be... I don't know. I can't... <laughs> but you just, it was just... The segment seemed to drag on for ages, and you knew that he was in the cake, Orange Cassidy. And then he was. Yeah. And I was like, right then. How WWE of you. It, it made me feel sorry for Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Yeah. I was like, they've ruined their wedding day. Yeah. It's sad. It is sad. Uh, our arcade, uh, the arcade anarchy, oh my God, the arcade anarchy match mm. then happened where if Chuck lost, he would become Miro's servant permanently, but he didn't. He won that Get one thanks to Chris Statlander. I'll keep talking like nothing's happened. Go on, then. Um, what else happened then? Chaos. That became a thing in AEW. Oh, not just he's been chaos for life. I don't know he's been chaos Not just the life. concept of chaos, but no. the actual faction sort of become a thing in AEW. And, and on a related note, Sue is an official member of chaos. If yes, you look on Wikipedia, yeah. go on the Sue. And then we sort of spent the rest of the year on Dark and Dark Elevation for Chuck Taylor. F few bits here and there, just sort of in a supporting role, being funny uh, backstage, uh, mm. backstage at the side of the ring and whatnot. But the start of the year, he did some things. He did. I, th I think Was it good? <laughs> I always find him entertaining because he's funny. Yeah, he is funny. But I don't know if he's... Yeah, I don't know if he's he's had the, the best year. Well, to be fair, though, the arcade anarchy match was really, really good. Really enjoyed that. Um, that so was I, it, though, wasn't it? Maybe, yeah. Teamed with... No, he didn't team with Ishii. That was Orange Cassidy, I think. Yeah. Or did, no, did Chuck Taylor team with... It doesn't matter. It, it, the arcade anarchy thing stands above everything else he did. Yeah. 
bearable. All right, I was going to say. Botman of all right, I'll go for uh, that. Yeah, go on then. When was, the, when was the parking lot match with Santana Ortiz? Was that, that was last 2020, year? Oh, yeah. Okay, right, I think it was on, yeah, it was on Dynamite in 2020, wasn't it? Fair enough. I thought that Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara's feud was this year until I did my research, but it wasn't. Wow. That was last year. Now we have Cody Rhodes. Best. Who started the, the best. started the year doing things with Shaq. That was this year. Team with, team with Red Velvet and a loss to Shaq and Jade Cargill, which involved the, uh, the spot where QT Marshall in real life lied to Shaq by saying, don't worry about the table bump off the apron to the really hard floor. We'll put some massive thick crash pads under there and mm. you'll be completely fine. I'm sure Shaq was shocked and appalled. Shaq was shocked and appalled. Mm. There's a tongue twister for you. When he landed on his back and it really, really hurt. So appalled that he disappeared. <laughs> he disappeared. Yeah. Uh, when, I can't, went back through that WTF Mummers video the other day just looking at it like... Tony Schiavone goes backstage and went, well, we're here outside the ambulance where Shaq is. The door's shut, and then later in the show, he opens the door, nobody's there. Shaq literally disappears. Have you seen Shaq? If you have, let us know. Um, then I we move. he's been doing plundery for the NBA. <laughs> I, think all, I think he is there. Okay. Um, revolution. Now, this is where the, 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 this was the straw that broke the camel's back, I so should say. So the Shaq hit the fan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, because we had the face of the revolution ladder match, but this is the match where Cody got injured. Oh, this? And we had, of course, this was back at Daly's place, and the stage was in the background of shot. And who was in the background of shot the entire time? It was Cody receiving medical treatment. You know, I've thought about this, and I've thought, why on earth? Because he, he must have known that he was in view of the camera. Oh, yeah, it's on so purpose. So it was a deliberate thing. And I, must, I thought, why would Cody do that? He must know that he's going to take attention away from everybody in the ring. And then I, the only reason I can think of is to try and make it seem like a real injury. But it yeah. didn't. It didn't make it seem that way. It just was like, I'm Cody Rhodes and I am the star. Yeah. I'm Triple H. <laughs> I and wish I was Triple H. And this is before it was deliberate as well, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is before he realised. Bloody hell, I'm being a dick. Let's lead into that a bit more. Uh, we had the feud with QT Marshall, which led to the blood and guts. There. Be he beat my blood and guts, sorry. Then we had the match. The first match back with the crowd yeah. was the, the strap thingy, wasn't it? it was, the matches were OK, but yeah. I think they, they definitely overestimate QT's role as part of AEW, do you think? Yeah, I think As the so leader of a faction against the star of the company, Cody Rhodes. Then he saw Anthony Agogo. <laughs> That feud wasn't ideal. And the concept of racism around double or nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, and we had, of course, the weigh-in segment, which I've made one of my top 10 WTF moments for AEW in 2021. He's talked about it, hasn't he? Um, yeah, was it on roads to the top? It was on roads oh, to the top. Yes. Tony Khan sat backstage saying, get them the... Oh, no, was it? Wrap them the F up. Oh, my God. Wrap them up. He was getting angry backstage. Tony's, Tony's braver than I thought backstage around all these big wrestlers. It was all Paul White's fault, though, because the scales were broken, yet Paul White didn't just... Because Cody was going 218, yeah, 218, yeah. just say 218. And Paul White was trying to say, oh, this Try and get it working. <laughs> no more BS himself. Uh, Road Rager, that was the match where he beat QT Marshall in a yeah. South Beach strap match. Mm. What's the difference? I've got no idea. It's in Miami. Uh, it's yeah. The, it's the only thing, Welcome yeah. to Miami. Mm. Malachi Black then arrived in AEW. Fantastic debut. We had the losses in quick fashion, which was fantastic. Then he had to ruin it again. But this was in the period of time where I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He put his boots in the centre of the ring to make a, a big, a big hoo-ha about much about nothing, uh, much about nothing. Uh, the loss again at Grand Slam. Then he beat Black on Dynamite. But he did so in a cheap way, didn't he? It was a bit... Uh... Uh, should have just lost again. Oh, uh, then we had just the stuff of full gear with uh, the team of Pac and Cody defeating Black and Andrade, which By I didn't point, see. Cody really knew what he was doing. Yeah, like, definitely, he, he yeah. blind tag himself in when everyone wanted Pac to wrestle yeah. and stuff, yeah. And now he's going way, way, way too far. Is he going oh, way, way, way like too it. far? Nice. Nah, yeah, he's... he's um... Well, as far as as far as I can remember, the last thing we saw before this was him challenging Sammy Guevara and yeah. saying, um, from one good guy to another, 
I'd love and to have a match with to you. go in the heel yeah, tunnel and that, turn that around. that was a bit too far for me. A bit too much on but the I nose. But I liked his, um, good luck, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then to round off the headlines for Cody in 2021, I guess we've got to say the Atlanta Street Fight as well. And uh, yes, that is Cody's year. Mm. And he also had a baby child. Yeah, yeah, was that true. this year? Yeah, that was this year, I think. Liberty. Wow. Go on, Liberty. Um, I don't know what. It, I don't know. I don't know where to put him here. I think we can't put it too high because it was so annoying for, for large start, parts. Yeah. Since he's realised what he was doing, because there was definitely this isn't just us speaking bollocks. He definitely thought he was America's hero for the longest time, and then realised the crowd weren't on side with him, and then changed it accordingly. No, when he's changed it accordingly, that. it's been good. But before then, it was painful. <clears throat> yeah, we can't put it too high, but. I feel like we can't put it too low either because around the somewhere in the Malachi Black feud, I remember being part of a, like a presser where everyone was asking him questions, and he was saying like, "I'm never going to turn now. Like this is it." Some people he used like Luke Skywalker as an analogy. He was like, "This is Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader, and I'm a Luke guy. I love the good guys and all that sort of stuff." And I thought that's a bit too ham-fisted that, and no. it turns out that probably was when he was actually trying to do it yeah. on purpose. So I think split the difference and go all right. Yeah, well, I'll go towards oh. the top of all right. If we're putting Andrade in, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And the matches have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Cole Cabana appeared on Straight to Hell this year, which means he's up near the top already. <laughs> uh, Dark Order defeat the Elite, uh, defeat to the Elite. No, Dark Order defeat the Elite in October on Dynamite. On mm-hmm. October in Dynamite. I'm not with it today. No, no, that's all right. It's been a long couple of weeks yeah. for me getting this content ready for Christmas. Uh, 16-man tag match involving Dark Order and HFO, as I mentioned earlier on. Uh, the huge win over Chaos Project in TH2 alongside Paige and other Dark Order members. Yes. Uh, he lost to Danielson in Chicago and lost a couple of teeth as well. Mm. That's it for Colt Cabana this year? Yeah, he's not had the most eventful year compared to some Dark Order members, but I, I'm just I, is this never going to happen? Probably not. Will he ever wrestle CM Punk? <sighs> Am I asking too much? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I would say no, me. That's too real, isn't it, to, fab- to make it a wrestling angle? If they, ev- if they would even use that, they would have to use it if they made it a wrestling oh, angle, yeah, wouldn't they? Yeah, 100% would have to. Oh, that's too real, isn't it? Maybe it is. Too much there. Maybe it is. Um, is it bearable or all right? I'll go bearable. For Cole. Cole Cabana should be doing a bit more, I think. Yeah, he's got... I don't know what, not yeah, too yeah, much more. Because they keep him off the mic as well, but he's, he's really good at he's talking. He's really funny, yeah. yeah uh, really charismatic. Serena Deeb, fantastic mm, professional. Of professional wrestling. Yes. Uh, she lost to Riho in the first round of the American bracket of the Women's Eliminator Tournament way back when. Then she injured her left knee and was out for a little while, but she retained the NWA Women's title against Red Velvet and Ty Conti and Riho. Mm-hmm. Uh, the double North and Bayern match was a good match this, uh, this year as well. The heel turn happened in October after she attacked Shida, and I think we're scheduled to see her take on Shida. Right. Uh, winter is coming. Um, and Deeb lost the TB- uh, in the TBS title tournament uh, to Shida, uh, Shiva. Shiba Inu, that's a dog. Yes, it is. He's getting everything mixed up today. And she attacked her again, she being Deeb, the other person being yes. Shida. Yeah, she's... She, Deeb, Deeb is, um, is she, a natural. She. She's a natural. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's really good. You can tell why she was a trainer in WWE for so long, because she's really technically sound, one of the best technical wrestlers in AEW. I think it's lovely, lovely, lovely. I'll go lovely, lovely, yes. lovely. Scuppered by that knee injury, but what we've seen yeah. so far has been very good indeed. Yeah. Main event, Daniel Garcia. Huh. And I say that because he is Mr. Rampage. He's main, Rampage, main yeah. evented four of them, I think. Come out of nowhere. Matches against Moxley, Allen, Punk, Kingston. Lost them all, but he looked good doing it. They've clearly got big things in mind for him, haven't I'm they? I'm sure he's about 12 years old They put well. him in matches with, like... With, with big, big names. Yeah. With minimal explanation as well. It's like, to me, I don't know if it's because I just don't watch all the content and stuff, but I'm thinking, like, 
you know, I'm going to take on Daniel Garcia. And I'm like, why? But then he's really good in all of them. And then I just think, like, he's definitely proved himself. Uh, the pairing with 2.0 is a bit weird because they're, they're wacky. They're his father. And, they're wacky. They're both his father. They're wacky and silly and he's really serious. But uh, it kind of works. Yeah. I think there'll, there'll obviously be more to come. But I'd say all right for Daniel Garcia. Maybe top of all right. I'd say top of all right yeah. as well. Because while he has been, I mean, he has been losing the matches, but that doesn't really matter, does it? He's been putting on good matches. And being showcased high up the card, especially on Mr. Rampage's show. Rampage. Yes. Um, Hikaru Shida, speak of the devil. Uh, she retained the title against Abaddon at the start of the year, as we mentioned earlier. She returned to Japan to help produce uh, the Japanese bracket of the Eliminator Tournament. She mm -hmm. had a match with Ryu Mizunami at Revolution, which she won, because uh, she was the crazy lady with yeah, the, yeah. the, she was the silly her, things. She was hitting her very hard, yeah. <laughs> The silly thing. <laughs> uh, she defended against Ty Conti as well. Then she lost, of course, to Dr. Britt Baker, de Madeur, a double or nothing. Then we have the stuff with Debus, we mentioned already. Uh, the stuff with Nyla Rosa with a 50th win trophy. My God, mm. how could she do? How could Nyla Rose do that to the to the trophy? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ah, uh, eliminated by Rose in the quarterfinals of the TBS tournament. And then we have the stuff with Deep heading in to Winter is Coming. Did she win? Did she lose? I've got no idea. It's been a been a step back, hasn't it, for Deep this year? Yeah. Um, because uh, obviously last year she was like the main part of the women's division I think personally I feel like I've been harsh about her in the past because I don't think her matches generally are as good as other people do and I don't know why that is oh. I just don't see them being as good as other people I see it the way around like her oh. matches are fantastic but there wasn't much to get behind but yeah, now she's got okay. a bit of a bit of P and V in her step yeah. a bit of piss and vinegar you know maybe that's part of it maybe I've just not had real reason to care yeah. and now you're right It is even though she's lower down the card the character's going in the right direction yeah <laughs> So, uh, all yeah, right, I, yeah, I would right. say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not near the top or anything, but she's not had a bad year, no, but it's not as good as last year. Dante Martin, oh, this is be interesting. Mm. Top flight, believe it or not, had a couple of matches on dynamite towards the start of the year, including a defeat to Matt Hardy in private party alongside Matt Seidel. Mm. Then a couple of months of not being seen because Darius got injured. Uh, Dante teamed with a couple of people, uh, Matt Seidel, I'm thinking of there, and with the varsity blondes when they lost to the pinnacle. I can't remember that match at all, but it happened. May Dante loses the TNT title match to Miro. That's not a surprise for that period of time because Miro was on fire. Mm -hmm. uh, from September onwards, we saw a lot more of Dante on, on the shows, though. He was team with Matt Seidel, losing to Malachi Black, doing just really impressive things. Then we bleed into the stuff with Leo Rush and Team Taz. Trying to break up Team Taz from within, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I think so, yeah. He sort of turned on, on them in the Battle Royal yeah. that we saw recently. And then we've got the match with MJF for the Dynamite the dynamite diamond ring yeah. to come. Could he... He's going to win. Yeah. If they're building MJF, MJF up to a, a match with CM Punk, maybe not. Oh, but yeah. he's definitely being pushed, though, Darius. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not Dante. Darius, Donde. I hope yeah. Darius is doing all right, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Donde is definitely being pushed. And there's not really anyone else like him. There's a lot of high flyers, but not... They not, don't move like him. Yeah, no. There's he, Reggie. Yeah, And yeah. there's Dante Martin. Yeah. And there's the rest. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been an interesting year. I don't know... Uh, he's obviously not the most like naturally talented guy on the mic, but he doesn't need to be no. really uh, when he can do that stuff in the ring. So I think it's at least lovely. Yeah, come on yeah, now, I think come on now. I think lovely, lovely, yeah, lovely. I'll stick him in lovely. Yeah. Darby Allen, interesting year again. Revolution match against Team Taz and Sting, which we spoke about earlier. The pre-recorded stuff aside, I thought was a fun time mm -hmm. had by all. Then he had TNT title defenses. Of course, he was the champion heading into this year against the likes of Brian Cage, Scorpio Sky, JD Drake. Oh, yes. uh, Jungle Boy, John Silver, uh, within that match, of course, was sort of a, a tribute to Brody Lee. Yeah. Uh, that was fantastic. A few 
men of the air, thrown down the stairs, taking some horrible, horrible bumps, the stuff mm. with the coffin as well, where he did the coffin drop onto an actual coffin. And I think they said in the press, they never, wait, well, how could you rehearse that? But it almost went so wrong with <laughs> being impaled on stuff and stuff like that. But then, of course, he would go on to lose the TNT title to Miro on May the 12th on Dynamite. Um, team was stink to beat the men of the air. Uh, I've mentioned the coffin stuff. Uh, all, I'm at, all out of punk as well. Oh, he had the honour. Bret Hart. Of being Punk's first match back. Of being Bret Hart's first match back, yeah. Darbs took on Bret Hart. Darbs was in the role of the one, two, three kid. Yeah. Bret Hart was there as well. Uh, and of course, the full gear match with MJF. Uh, pillars who don't like each other. I think Darby Allen's had a, the best year. Not Maybe not the best of the best, but I think he's top tier. Yeah, I, do I really well. do. Yeah. Everything's been great. Um, from the TNT title run to the match with Punk and everything in between. It's been uh, uh, it's been a nice variety as well. Like yeah. We've had the hard, more hardcore stuff with... The, more Bloody hell. The more hardcore stuff with Ethan Page yeah. and straight-up wrestling with CM Punk and stuff like that. So. And you could easily say about Darby Allen, he'd be so easy to book in a one-note fashion yeah. or in a boring fashion because he's he's very distinctive and, like, gothy and stuff. But, no, they've really varied it, and it's really worked, so, yeah. Dustin Rhodes. Oh. World title eliminated tournament we're going back to here. First-round loss to uh, Brand Braniel Dyanson. Yes. Can you tell I'm tired? Brian Danielson. Um, referee's decision on that one. Then we had the little bit of the Malachi Black feud with uh, Cody Rhodes where he was getting tied into it. He lost a dynamite match to Malachi Black. Mm. Bull rope match oh, against Nick Camarado, which yeah. Dustin won, believe it or not, because Nick is massive. Yeah. And it's easy to forget that Dustin is 52 now. Yeah. He's in fantastic shape. Yeah. Uh, but I guess that sort of has to factor in out with the decision here. Let's be realistic as what we're sort of expected from okay. Dustin in 2021. Uh, well, he, often when Dustin's featured these days, it's if someone's feuding with Cody and Cody needs to get angry, so they do horrible things to Dustin, and then Cody's like, I can't believe they've done that to my brother. So, I don't know, I don't know where to put him. He's not, he's not featured, you know, I'm sure he's crucial backstage and that as a veteran yeah. figure and stuff, but in on screen, he's not featured that much this year, it doesn't feel like. No, not at all. And I don't want to say Dustin Rhodes is just about bearable, because it's because it's Dustin Rhodes. Should we put him in the, the very bottom of all right? Go because on, when man, he's been yeah. called upon, it's been good, but he just hasn't been called upon so it, much. Because yeah. he's, no, he's getting on now. It was incredible. What, I know it was now, it was in 2019 now, but that, that match with Cody was incredible because you realised like, he, just, he just hasn't lost it. Yeah. Like, Cody, Cody's really good and everything, but in that match, Dustin was the star of the show. Yeah. And, and, you know, if he needs to have a big singles match against someone in the future, I fully believe he could still do it. Of course so, he could. Bottom of all right, because Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, Dustin Rhodes. Eddie Kingston, whose year got going at the end of Revolution. Mm. When he saved John Moxley <laughs> oh, yeah. from lots of explosions. Passing out while doing so, I think, was the kayfabe reason given as to why he stayed there while little sprinklers went, Woo! But he's so, good at, he's so good at promos that he sort of justified it. He was like, I've been through trauma in my life. Yeah, I thought I, I passed out. I had a panic attack. You were expect, he was expecting to get blown up, so he passed out. And I guess yeah, that's a realistic reason, sense, yeah. yeah. Um, he turned face with doing that, by doing that and ended the association with the Butcher and the Blade, who were then recruited by Matt Hardy. Uh, Mox and Kingston had the first, ent well, first, I guess it was the first proper entrance back, wasn't it? With yeah. fans, uh, a double or nothing. Through the crowd. Uh, yeah. Shoes everywhere, all mm. that sort of stuff. Uh, they lost to the Bucks at that, at that event, though, but that was a fantastic match. Mm. Eddie then aligned with Penter again to take on the Bucks while Moxley took a bit of time off for the birth of his child. Uh, the street fight at Road Rager was also good. Then we had the all-out match with, uh, with Miro for the TNT title oh, yes. and the birth of D's Nuts. That's a T-shirt you can buy now, thanks to Eddie Kingston. Uh, the yeah. semi-finals of the World Title eliminated, eliminated, uh, eliminated Tournament he got to against Danielson. 
which was good again. Yeah. The match with CM Punk, Fantastic. one of the matches of the year at yes. Full Gear. And then obviously his work on Dark Elevation as well, I guess we should mention it now. On commentary, he's been good as well, by all accounts. Yeah. I've not seen it, but there we go. And now he's... Uh, is he feuding with 2.0 now? 2.0, yeah. He's taking a bit of a step down the card, but I've got no doubt he'll return to prominence once again. Absolutely. I think he belongs best. in the best, yeah. Best, yeah. yeah, yeah. Promos, wrestling, everything being fantastic, yeah. What a guy. And the stuff for the Players' Tribune as well. That was a great Got to mention that as yeah, well. Yeah, great interview. Because that happened on Rampage. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Page, uh, he debuted as the mystery entrant in the face of the Revolution ladder match, uh, and, and he lost and didn't really do anything. It was a weird, it was an auspicious debut. Yeah. Uh, men of the Air formed, and then he had the feud with Sting and Darby, throwing Darby down the stairs, the mm -hmm. coffin match, uh, the loss of Double or Nothing, of course. Then Dan Labbert arrived on the scene, and Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky both joined kind of top, America's top team. Yeah. All that stuff was good, but it wasn't really about Ethan Page. It was all about Jericho versus Lambert, yeah. and how they were doing back and forth on the mic. Um, TNT title match against Sammy Guevara is the other headline of the year, which, of course, he lost. Um, weird, it, weird first year. For me, whenever Ethan Page has had a chance to stand out on his own, like against Darby, He's really done well, but there's been they've been so few and far between with everything American Top Team and, and, and Dan Lambert, and he hasn't really had as much of a chance to shine. Yeah. Whereas if you look at his um, his career outside of AEW, he's had like feuds with Darby Allen on the indie scene that have been incredible, and feuds with other people, and, and I think that if he was given a chance, he'd be really good. So for me, uh, all right. Yeah, it's all right or bearable for me. One of the two. Well, no, no, that's unfair. The cough, the throwing Derby down the stairs was one hell of a moment. The mm. coffin match was good. He's done. He's had enough. He's done, yeah, let's put him all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was being too harsh there. Uh, Evil Uno, who appeared on Straight to Hell this year, which means he's straight at the top of that list there. Uh, TNT title match against Miro back in June. I remember being better than it probably. Well, than we thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, the breakup angle that nearly happened with the Dark Order was heartbreaking, but part of a bigger story to bring them closer together. It was lovely. The stuff against the Elite helping Hangman Page, and of course we have the match against Danielson in his hometown, where of course he lost. Well, referee stoppage, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so it's been a, a f I'd say if we're putting Mr. Angels and Mr. Reynolds in there in the in the all right tier. I'd say Evil Uno's in the same tier, but a bit higher up. Oh, but higher up, yeah, higher fair up. enough. I'd say I'd, I think that's fair enough. And I also think that uh, he also provided one of the funniest moments of the year when he was eliminated from the Battle Royal and got Hurricane, he ran along the got Hurricane Ronald off the apron. But was he that didn't. this year? Maybe that was this year. I feel like that might have been this God, year. that could have been any time in the past 10 years. That. Yeah, could, yeah. <laughs> I think it's been an okay year. I mean, he's got a role definitely as sort of like, you know, part of the Dark Order and whatnot. Mm. So it's never going to be towards the top. But there was that little storyline where him and Grayson were maybe going to defect and yeah. split the until until but it brought them closer together. Until Brody's family went, get your crap together, yeah. and they did. To be fair, yeah. And now we have what might just be the top of the top, the elite hunter Frankie Kazarian. <sighs> On the June 11th episode of Dynamite, I Kazarian. I bow and arrow when you say that, as if he's like a hunter. He does get down on his knee and do that. Does he, he do that? Okay, sure he does. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be his good noise, definitely. Yeah. Uh, June 11th, he returned on Dynamite to attack the members of the Elite. Well, of uh, aiding Eddie Kingston, Pack, and Penta. He would label himself the Elite Hunter. Nobody else called him that. And over the upcoming weeks, he would attack members of the Elite, usually when they attempted to cheat in matches. Mm. But always, every single time, even though he knew where they were going to be, even though he was in the same place at the same time, he was always a bit late. <laughs> That's, it's just a shame because Frankie Kazarian is an amazing wrestler. And the match with, was a Christian. The match with Christian. The, the Christian's first match. Yeah, wasn't it, yeah, that was an unbelievable match and reminded everybody that even though he's not in Impact anymore with long hair, jumping off wires and being all crazy, he's he's fundamentally like really really solid as well. And yeah, 
the gimmick has been really bad because <laughs> because he's yeah he's he's never he's, he's really bad at it. What <laughs> we what we learn is I think what we learned this year is the Frankie Kazarian in kayfabe is always late to work. He always sort of has to run <laughs> through the backstage area at the right period of time. Um, <laughs> for me, the image and I've said it before, but the image that sums up Frankie Kazarian's year for me as the elite hunter is Michael Nakazawa stotting a basketball <laughs> off his head while he's getting beaten up by like 10 of them. And just thinking, you're not hunting them very well. You're not doing very well here, are you? Where did this entire Elite Hunter thing lead to? It went to Fighter Fest Night 2. And I'm going to read this out word for word because I copied it from Wikipedia. Where Kazarian would lose to Elite Member. Which one do you think, Jack, without looking at the screen? Oh, not, Bra- not Brandon. No. Okay, uh, who was it? Luke Gallows. Doc oh, Gallows. Oh, right, well, he's a big man. <laughs> You've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to hunt some of the lesser members. You've got to be able to do that. You can't get hunted by Doc Gallows, no, though. No. Christian's debut match was the highlight of the era, of course. Links yeah. back to Impact and stuff, and just a good wrestling match. Blood and Guts, uh, he won a, a multi-team thing with, oh, yes, this was his year as well, uh, with Daniels to stay together as a tag team. Oh, yes. And then they broke up after losing to the Bucks. Yeah, um, that was good. Yeah, that was I good. That, was that keeps year. him out the bin, because I was going to go, he's got to go in the bin. I was going to say bin as well, fully, but that and the Christian match. Keeps him out, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but it was close. It's a shame that the Elite Hunter isn't as Prominently used on AEW anymore. No. Rest in peace, Elite Hunter. <laughs> oh man. Fuego del Sol earned a contract with AEW this year with his, his work on Rampage, and of course was historically so. We'll be looking back on this in years to come. He was the first victim of Hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the stuff with Miro in his car. Uh, there was a title match for the TNT title, of course, which Miro was holding. Fuego lost. Then a couple of weeks later on Rampage, they were like, Yeah, we'll do it again. But this time, even though we know we're gonna get beat, we'll put Fuego's car up. You know, yeah. on the line. Yeah. <laughs> What's Sammy Guevara doing? I guess he bought him a new car. That was nice of him. Just like The Rock. Um, three matches on Rampage this year. All newsworthy. Yeah, yeah to be fair. Yeah. To be fair to him. But um, um, not enough, is there? No, not enough to be like in the upper ranks of the list, no. But you know what? He, he fulfills his role well, I'd say. Similar to Brandon. Yeah. He does what he does. He's not meant to be... He's not meant to win loads of matches... But he, he, he's a good. He's good at what he does, and also he's Cody Rhodes' tag team partner. Oh yes, in two Fuego, two Fuego. <laughs> oh, no, not Cody Rhodes. Whatever his lucha name is, I can't remember. But that's not Just on Fuego too. That's isn't not it? on Dynamite or yeah, that's not on Dynamite or Rampage. But do you think all right? Or do you think I'd bearable? say bearable because okay. just there's been three matches, hasn't there? Yeah, right. Yeah, but he did have a nice moment when he earned the contract, and I don't think he knew it was coming, did he? When no, Sammy brought real, it down, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was nice. Jay Cargill, mm. who of course started the air team and with Shaq. Has she seen Shaq? I hope she has. <laughs> uh, the team, uh, of course, the, 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 the defeated Cody and Red Velvet in she March. She picked up the win. She, she picked up the win, yeah. The team. Shaq was getting put through a table. Yeah, the Dynamite title, The Crossroads, which I forgot until just about reading it there. Uh, first singles match happened towards the end of March when she defeated uh, Danny Jordan. Mm-hmm. And as was Satya, she set to compete in the semi-finals, as the Americans would say, in the TBS tournament against Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. after beating Red Velvet again and the Bunny so far. There's been lots of squash matches. Uh, the stuff with Thunder Rosa, I assume that'll be the final can that be oh no that can't be the final that no, match will be a, a back and forth a I'm ding ass- dong battle I'm assuming she's going to win the whole yeah, thing I think she's going to win the whole thing yeah Yeah, and then she'll have you know countless people going after her and st- like similar to Miro's TNT title ring it's been, I guess it's, you have to do this as a, if you're going to build someone to be the next big thing which she should be looking at the oh, yeah, Gee, yeah, bloody yeah. hell yeah. Um, just having these squash matches to build up the fundamentals I think she's, a, sort I of think stuff. she's got a kid as well has she yeah <laughs> 
When when does she find time to do it? How does she in the gym? So, I mean, fair play. I mean, fair play. Maybe her child is a dumbbell. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Just adopted a dumbbell. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking nonsense now, but I think it's because the partnership with Smart Mark could be a lot better than it is for me. Smart Mark's a bit too on the nose for me. <laughs> but he is good at doing promos, a Smart he is, Mark. He is good. But we haven't really seen too much of it. No, he's a bit of a um, Robert Stone of AEW yeah. for me. Nothing against either of them, but. You could, it could be a bit more, and I feel like I'm just waiting for it to batter him. <laughs> but um, it's, it's definitely a case of much more to come in 2022. Yes. Just with more experience that she's getting inside of the squared circle. I think she's like middle to top of all right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Varsity Blondes, who had Julia Hart become their sister this year. Oh, the tier list too full now. We're still in shot. Oh my shot. goodness, we're still we're in, we're still in shot. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, Julia Hart became their sister this year. The Varsity Blondes. Pillman and Garrison joined AEW Good and Proper in July. Pillman had a little feud with MJF, which was gnarly with the Grand Slam match and, yes. and methany and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that was nasty. Uh, lost in the first round of the AEW Tag Team title eliminated to Lucha Bros. I can't remember that match at all. Uh, challenged the Unbox back in May, but of course lost. And then putting over the big boys like the Elite, the Inner Circle, and Team Taz at the start of the year. I like them. The I like the package. Blondes. Yeah, I like them. Are, are we doing? Are we doing them all as a group, or all has Julia group, got her yeah. own her own thing? Has Julia done much by herself? I don't think no, so. No, not really. No, you're right. Um, so I like them as a I like, similar to um, no, not as not as low down the card as like Brandon and Fuego, but similar to them, they play their role well, which is just being the most baby face of baby face the, the tag teams. <laughs> And just being fun. And I like that. I yeah. think that's fine. So I think all right. Yeah. Yeah. Hook. Oh, it's best. <laughs> Stood there looking menacing and sexy for much of the year. <laughs> he had the standoff with CM Punk. Then he choked. Well, he didn't choke out CM Punk, but he choked CM Punk for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match with Fuego, as we spoke about earlier. He got involved in a couple of beatdowns as well. Uh, the match with Sting and Darby he got involved with and did a couple of things as well. Weird one to put in a tier list. Yeah, but here we one are. Match. Yeah. Um, but it, the, the way that he's... Managed to get over without ever talking. Does he? Has he said See, anything? See, I thought it was ironic to start with the it fact that people were getting so behind him because he just stood there and did that and like, yeah, oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Then he's had the debut match and it turns out he good. really is really good and really different. I don't know why we thought that Taz's son wasn't going to be able to wrestle. He can his mat work's amazing. You can tell that Taz has taught him from pops the hips, taught him from infancy how to wrestle, <laughs> how to grapple and that on the mat. Um, I don't think he'll ever take to the air. I think he's a ground-based boy and that's fine. Ah, uh, yeah, he's just—he's got something about him, even though he's—he's he's really done that not that much. No. I think he's all right. I think he's got to be. We'll put all him right in all right, right just yeah. for the fact that we we can't put him too high because he's not done too much yeah. in the in the wrestling by himself this year. He's uh, got a presence about him. Yeah, and you don't have to be good on the mic. I'm assuming they don't let him talk because he's not like another. But maybe. But you don't have to be good on the mic to be charismatic. Jeff Hardy, for example. There we go. Yeah. Uh, private party, seven matches on Dynamite this year, which I thought was a shocking statistic. Yeah, that is. When yeah. you think back to 2019, especially in 2020. Yeah, lost in the shuffle and all the HFO feuds uh, with, with people like Orange Cassidy and the Jungle Men. Uh, eliminated from the uh, the tag team eliminated tournament by Jurassic Express on the first dance show. Really has been a year to forget. Yeah. Bearable, I would say, because those seven matches... Obviously, they would have had the highlights because it's private party, but then again, it's private party, and why are we just sort of like having them sit in the background? I'd say bearable, and I'm shocked that that's happened as well because yeah. they were they were really featured. They were a big part of the They were a pillar of the tag team division, I would say. They were. They, got, they beat the books in the first episode, didn't they? Oh, my God, is that private party? No, it's not anymore. Probably not. Unless... It's anyone's party now. Yeah. We can all go. TH2. Uh, Jack Evans got a little bit of his hair cut off in the feud with Mahara. <laughs> just, just a little bit, just the, just, just the tip. Uh, 
That came out weird. No. Uh, back in February, Adam Page and Matt Hardy defeated the team of TH2 in the midst of their feud about money and all that sort of stuff. Remember that stuff at the start of the year? Adam Page teamed with Matt Hardy. Yeah. Of course he did. He was manipulating him. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Angelico had a good singles match with Christian early in Christian, Christian's run. But apart from that, it's been a yet to forget again for TH2. Bearable as well. Similar if, story if, to if Private not, Party. If not Bin. Oh, not Bin. Not Bin. What's keeping out the Bin? They've had good... Whenever they do matches, the matches are good. <laughs> yeah. they're not, they're not we just never really see them on Dynamite or Rampage, do we? No, no. But I, but you could say the same for Private Party and we've put them bearable. They've had seven matches on Dynamite this year. Yeah. But, uh, don't think TH2's had that much. They've had little feuds. I'll Jack agree. Evans has had the... I can't put them in Bane. We could do. But we're Bane. choosing not to. Huh? <laughs> French cries. <laughs> Wham. <laughs> Jake Hager lost to Wardlow at New Year's Smash. And of You're course, the he's... softest man I've ever felt. Like smooth. Uh, Blood and Guts, he was there as well. Stadium Stampede, he was there as well. He beat Wardlow in an MMA cage match Shouldn't in June. Shouldn't won that match? I'm not a fan. I don't like it when the wrestler becomes a bit, you know, worky, shooty sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. Who cares about that, but he, But he lost to Wardlow earlier on in the year. Yeah. yeah, okay, fair New enough. New Year's Smash. But why did he have to get his win back? Because he, he is the MMA fighter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then we just, I guess, we round the air off with Jake Hager with the, the, the Men of the Year stuff. I'd say it's bearable to bin for me. Wow. Well, what's he done? Bearable things. He was in the Blood, <laughs> he was in the blood and Guts match, and I remember him when... Oh, he fired up in that match, didn't he? I was class. Yeah. That was a good bit. There you go, that keeps him out the yeah, bin. Yeah. James Hater now, uh, re-debuted in AEW on the first episode of Rampage, uh, helping Dr. Britt Baker, Dimida, at the, 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 was it the end of the night? I think it was at the uh, end of the night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was when she was getting attacked by... Ooh, Red Velvet. Yes, yes it was. Uh, defeated Anna Jay in the first round of the TBS tournament, lost to Thunder Rosa in the quarters though, and I really like the stuff with uh, Riho that we've seen where she's just been like, I'm a, bri I'm a big brick poo house, mm -hmm. me. Yeah. You can jump off the top rope, I'll just not even react, because mm -hmm. you're little and I'm big. I don't know where we put it here because she joined, of course, halfway through the year. But I think if we're putting Hook in all right, I think Jamie Hayes is yeah, going to be in all right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Looking forward to the moment where she's been built up that far that she uh, she, she turns on Dr. Oh, yes. Baker and yes. beats her for the title. Oh. That'll be the next champion, let me tell you. Jay Lethal debuted at, uh, at Full Gear. He was the surprise debut. I need to apologise, by the way. We're sat here the day after the Cult of Holly Christmas party. And I'm not in a good way. No, no, I'm very tired. That's why I'm getting my tongue tied. But it's all right. Because I'm still drunk. Uh, Jay Lethal debuted at Full Gear. It was a surprise debut. I didn't know what to think. No, I didn't know what to think either. And it was a very straightforward debut. It was just like... Tony was there. Hello. Hi, Jay. He's like, can I have a match with Sammy? Yep. But the match was good. The match was good. Yeah. Uh, that was for the TNT title, which, of course, he lost. And he also took part in the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. And that is it for Jay Lethal here in 2021. Top of bearable for me because he's just done so little. Well, yeah, he can't really yeah. put many eye, could he? Well, not top of it. Maybe, maybe like mid, like there. Yeah, we'll put him there. Because the matches he's had, obviously, really good. But the match he's had. But that's what you expect, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's only been one. It's so, only yeah. been one match. 2.0, of course, left NXT this year. Uh, they made the AEW debut at the homecoming oh, yeah, event. they were Ever-Rise. They were Ever-Rise. <laughs> uh, you want a taste? <laughs> Do you? Huh? Huh? Uh, with a team with Daniel Garcia to take on Moxley, Kingston and Allen, which they lost, of course. Mm. They lost to Kingston and Moxley on Dynamite. They then lost to Sting and Darby Allen. They are there to fulfil a role, and I would argue they fulfil their role quite well. Yes, I would as well. Do you think that's all right, then? No. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible, sorry. They've not, we're not really seen too much of them so far, have No, we? no. They've shown little shades of the character with the, the father stuff with uh, Daniel Garcia mm. and stuff like that. But again, I think it's, if they are going to do some things, it's going to be a lot more in 2022, surely, so than well. what the role of 
card so far. Yeah. Johnny Hungy uh, suffered a dislocated shoulder in his match against Darby Allen back in March. He was out of action until July. That's a big chunk of the year gone. Yeah. Uh, he took part in the elimination match against, against the Elite, the big one with entrances, and then he just sort of took part in the Dark Order versus Elite stuff. Then that went on I to the match against Brian Danielson. If there's one thing I could change about Hangman's rise, it'd be that obviously there's nothing he could have done because he took time off for the birth of his child, which is fair enough. But if, if, they'd re if they'd timed the elimination match late after that, You've got to have him get eliminated and Johnny win it for him yeah. to cement his new friends and what they've done for him. And Johnny would be a, he a hero and it would be class. It is weird how everyone was sort of like, not dejected, but like, oh, I thought they were going to win that one, the yeah. old Dark Order. It, then they turned it around and it still all made perfect sense. It did, it yeah. did. But Johnny's the standout of the Dark Order for me. Yeah, definitely. And, and for everybody. I think everyone loves him. But how Anna? Well, that's funny. He's one of the only bits Budge. of being the elite that I can watch, and like quite. I never understood that, and then I watched that bit, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, he's saying it's all about the budge. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <clears throat> yeah. Um, is it all right, but at the top? I was going to say, does he does he just break through into Lovely because he's just so adorable? I don't know if he's done that much, Fair does enough. he? No, yeah, you're right. I'd say all right, but towards the top. Have we put Alan and John? Uh, sorry, Alan, yeah. Yeah, Alan and Reynolds. Alex Reynolds, Alex, sorry. Alex Reynolds and, and Johnny Five... No, Alan Five Angels. Alan Five in. Angels. I think we'll put them a bit too high, haven't we? Should we move them to bearable? Yeah. Oh. Just that when you look at what Hungy's done what compared to... Maybe? Batman, 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 all right? I don't know. He feels like he's done more than the other two. Oh, yeah, okay, fair He had the promos with um, Kenny Omega. He did, Luna, he did. Yeah, he so did. That, that's what puts him above that. <laughs> uh, next up, we have John Moxley, first and foremost. I hope he's doing all right after he's taken his little yeah, break from the professional wrestling. Uh, he lost, of course, the big one, the big title at the arse end of 2020. Uh, then he had the exploding barbed wire death match with uh, Kenny Where's Omega. Where's Hang on. Uh, well, Where's obviously he? investigating. Where's he been? He's because been investigating where Shaq is. That angle remind all that angle reminds me of now when Omega walked out last year. 
with the belt is Marvez appearing from behind the truck <laughs> yeah. as he's about to leave. And now Marvez isn't, ow, now Marvez isn't on. I'm so angry. He was good, like, oh, he turning was. up at people's houses. I hope he comes <laughs> on the golf course. On the golf course. I hope he comes back. He can Missing. sniff a story, can Alex Marvez. Yes, he can. Uh, the exploding barbed wire death match, that was a thing this year. Uh, the double and off the match with the Bucks alongside Eddie Kingston, uh, with the shoes and whatnot. Mm. And he seemed to upset the nation of Japan. Because he fought with Kojima, Suzuki. Um, Yuji Nagata. Nagata as well. Uh, that, that was the match, by the way, that they played the wrong or the original wild thing. And he, and he, lit he literally said, what the F, when... Start playing at the end. I don't know if that's the right... Is it that way or that way? I'm not sure. I suppose it depends whether you left or right-handed. Shoot. I would think... Recorder? If you hold a guitar like that, if you're right-handed... Maybe the flute's also up there. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, where are we going to now? We've upset the nation of Japan. He was involved in the one contenders match. No, we haven't done that. John Moxley <laughs> did. Uh, the number one contenders match with uh, Hangman, Lights Out, yeah. Eddie Kingston, John Moxley defeat Suzuki Goon. Mm -hmm. Remember that one? That was yes. good. Uh, IWGP United States title defences uh, happened on Dynamite as well. Oh. Um, the Texas death match against Lance Archer, that which was, was fantastic. And also, he, he lost that one. He knew, to, he knew to, like in a Rock Hogan way, he knew to read the situation and heal it up. Because yeah. Lance was in Texas and yeah. everyone wanted him to win. And he, he won the he match, did, did Lance, yeah. so that was good for him. Uh, Defence against Carl Anderson before that, and then the gatter, as Jack said earlier, that was another one Sorry, on yeah. AEW. No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. fine, you say what you like. Uh, and he was just getting going in the AEW uh, title eliminator tournament in October before, of course, he pulled out to take his break to go to rehab. Yes. So it's been a solid year for I John Moxley. It, I reckon he's definitely in lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. And then... In doing the right thing, he sort of stopped himself from getting in top tier, but it's it's important that he... Damn him. No, no yeah. I don't think... <laughs> but, um, but I think lovely, 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 yeah. even if he's missed a bit of the year. Yeah. It's just a shame the big moment, like the exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah. That's, that's out of his hands what the, <sighs> the fireworks do. And it's just a shame that sort of tarnishes him, even though he <laughs> didn't put the... I've not watched that for a while. <laughs> you see the... Really bad. Jungle Boy became the first AEW wrestler this year to compete in 100 matches. Wow. Wow. Uh, singles match with Dax the Axe was absolutely fantastic. That was all the way back in January, by the way. Was it? Yes, it was. No. Yes, it was. Oh. TNT title match against Derby was also good because they are the pillars, and I've written down here, all pillar, no filler. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, really got going at Dublin Nothing when he took part in the Casino Battle Royale because he really did die down for a bit. Yeah. And then sort of came, didn't come out of nowhere, but was kind of out of nowhere to win that battle mm. role with uh, Last Limited and Christian. Then he challenged Kenny Omega back in June. That was a hell of a day for him. Was it that day where he had that match and then sort of went public with his relationship with Anna Jay? Yeah, what a day. Wow, yeah. what a day in the history of Jungle Boy. <laughs> Jungle Boy Luchasaurus had a shot at the Young Bucks, but of course they lost that one too. Yeah. Uh, lost in the finals of the Eliminated Tournament to the Lucha Bros. That was a good match as well. Uh, big Silly Bollocks match at full gear. Mm -hmm. And also uh, Jungle Boy had a great match with Adam as well, didn't he? And he got to show everybody what he looks like in jeans with no shirt on in that. Wow! Oh, yes. That's what we're here for. Uh, it, is he? Has he broken through to the best? Or is he top of lovely? For me, it's one or the other. Because like, I'll put him in the best. Go on. If we're putting right, Christian then. in lovely, 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 I'll yeah. put Jungle Boys 2021 in the best. Yes. Was this his breakout year? No, there's more to come. There is more to come. For yeah, there's definitely more, yeah. more to come. Kenneth Omega, of course, headed into 2021 as AEW World Champion after that big win over, the jo over Jonathan Moxley. Then we had the exploding barbed wire death match, which was, I guess, the biggest headline of Kenny Omega's early 2021. And that's where 69 Me Don was born out of. That's where the real explosion happened, right in their trousers. <laughs> uh, Kenny Omega only had 22 matches 
matches in all of 2021 for AEW. Really? I find that a shocking statistic. Uh, The highlights from those matches, of course, include the likes of uh, New Year's Smash against Ray Phoenix. That was amazing. Falls Count Anywhere, we had the tag team of Kenny Omega and Kenta. Remember him to, uh, defeating John Moxley and Lance Archer. The three-way double on often. That was proper exciting stuff. Uh, Jungle Boy on Dynamite. The, the, the Dynamite's David. Uh, sorry, Jungle Boy's David's life. Mm. Uh, matches against Christian Cage as well. The two title matches. The big elimination match against the Dark Order with the entrances. Time limit draw with Danielson a Grand Slam. And then finally, he played his part wonderfully in Hangman Page taking the title from him. It's been a top-tier year for Kenny it Omega. Has, it has. And I, I don't know what else you say. I can't argue with any of that. You could say that Oh, I've put him in just about bearable. No, you could argue that the explosion was really embarrassing and everything, yeah. but it's not enough to knock him off the top tier. And I guess I guess we should say fair play to them for trying to work it into a story. I guess with the whole oh, Kenny Omega is not very good at doing barbed wire, exploding barbed wire. Yeah, definitely, they tried he the built best. he built on the cheaper. I'm yeah. not sure it quite worked because. Surely Eddie Kingston, upon realising, would go, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even that well. But at least they tried. Yeah. Lance Archer next up, who hasn't been seen since that awful sort of, I don't want to call it a botch, just a sort of moonsault that went wrong. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it. He sort of landed on his head against the, in the match against Eddie Kingston in the, in the title eliminator tournament back in October. I can't mm-hmm. believe that was in October. Uh, but his headlines include the, uh, the Lights Out tag team match with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley taking on Suzuki Goon. Yes. Which was him and Minoru Suzuki. That was on Rampage, of course. And then we have the match against Miro at Double or Nothing. That was for the TNT title, which, of course, Lance Archer, he wouldn't win. Then we had a couple of IWGP US title matches. The first one against, uh, well, sorry, the, the first one would be against John Moxley, which he won, of course, the Texas Death mm. match that we spoke about earlier on. Hikaleo, is that how you say it? He defended against him. He's a very tall, tall man. man. Yeah, yeah. He's a very tall man. Um, Falls got anywhere. Kenny, I've just said that, I'm not for the Kenny Omega point with Kenta. And then the, the big feud, well, it wasn't a big feud, but it had a, a sort of a feud with Kingston at the start of the year I'd say lovely 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 I was me. thinking that as well yeah. Uh, yeah he has especially with the title win that was his biggest moment probably and um, I hope he's alright yeah. you know, I, I think it was what was it what, it begins with an S but it means jammed in your neck oh, right, okay. whatever that word is right. it escapes me at this minute but there we go he's okay but he's not okay but he's okay Chris Statlander of course returned in the arcade anarchy match when she popped out what of a, a gaming machine yes was it one of those ones the claw was a claw machine yeah claw and machine she was dressed like Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story so was she actually I think so bloody hell maybe I've made that up attention to detail just like oh. Malachi Black no I'm not sure <laughs> no I might be thinking of Alexa Bliss because she's definitely dressed as oh, yeah. before. two very different wrestlers there Alexa yes. Bliss and Chris Statlander all out though we go to the AEW Women's World Title match between Dr. Britt Baker Demodeur she defeated Chris Statlander uh, just before that though we had a two on one handicap match where Chris Statlander defeated Jamie Hayter and Rebel in the TBS tournament uh, the quarterfinals will see no sorry so Ruby Soho defeat Chris Statlander back to the road rage here we go mm. and we saw a mixed match which I can't remember at all which is Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy defeating the HFO with the blade and the bunny it rings a bell but I can't remember what happened in the match and that's just about it for Chris Statlander's headlines a hard one to judge because of course she missed well didn't miss too much of the year through injury but yeah. since she did come back it's been a bit underwhelming hasn't it it's Chris Statlander I know I was thinking top end of all right ish like around in all right I think is I reckon we go a bit lower just about bearable no think about when that arcade anarchy match was yeah, yeah. and how good Chris Statlander is yeah there must be a reason that I don't know about but well, there we go I, I feel like her injury just came about at a terrible time yeah I'd argue that if she wasn't injured she might have been she might have been on course to become champion yeah she was in a, well, a couple of title matches in 2020 wasn't she maybe it is bearable then I'll put a top of bearable though. it's all in relativity isn't of it course. we're not saying that for example Daniel Garcia is better than Chris Statlander 
We're just saying in relativity, his year's been all right, her year's been just about bearable. Yeah, although some people might argue that it's all opinions. It's all opinions. They're all smelly. Leo Rush was the Joker in the Casino Battle Royal at Dublin often, of course, but he was eliminated by Matt Hardy and Private Party in double quick fashion in a really non-event of a debut, if yeah, that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit odd. Yeah, he officially signed with AEW at the end of September, though. Then, of course, we went to the stuff with Dante Martin and Team Taz. It was good, and it was painful when it was good and when it was painful. Yeah. The good stuff was the sort of Dante going in there and signing the contract, a shocking moment. Then the bad stuff was that promo where Taz did some maths, and then Dante came out and was like, oof, I'm a fighter. Uh, sorry, Leo came out and was like, oof, I'm a fighter. Yeah. And you said, I've got... Sorry, Dante's got a 100% chance of winning. means I've got no chance of winning, but I'm, I'm Leo Rush and I'm a fighter. Yeah. Painful, painful but segment. But then once, once he gets in the ring, you forget all that because yeah. he's really good. He did come to collect. That's what he does. Yes. Five matches in AEW this year, three on Dynamite. Um, Leo and Dante defeated the Acclaimed and then Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel. And then he was also in the Diamond, uh, Di uh, the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. But uh, Has he done enough to get into it all right? I don't know. Because he, he is really good in the ring. He's only been there since September and he's had five matches. But it's been more about the storyline, hasn't it? Because there was that little sprinkling in where Tony Khan apparently had taken him under his wing because he made a match on one show, didn't he? Yeah. And everyone's like, why can you do that? And then he got explained, I don't know who explained it, but somebody on the show did, that he's been taken under his wing by Tony Khan for yeah. business practices and bollocks like that. Oh, I'm really torn between those two tiers, bearable and all right. That's a very bottom of all right for him. For, oh. He's been there since September. The debut was nothing, but I guess he was just told to do what he was doing. But in the ring, though, can't take my eyes off him. Oh, it's just too good to be true. Yeah. Uh, Luchasaurus, shooting star press off the stage mm. at full gear by God. Mm. Do you need to say any more than I that? I don't think we do. <laughs> now, he's had uh, it's a title shot against the Young Bucks when they were champions with Jungle Boy, which they didn't win, of course. Uh, they, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus also lost in the finals of the Tag Eliminator to the Lucha Bros, Mexicans. Uh, Big multi-man match. Yeah, that was a good match. A few big multi-man matches on Dynamite. Uh, we had the, the Jungle Men with Christian, of course, taking on the likes of the Elite and 2.0 and the HFO and the Acclaimed and stuff like that. And then I guess uh, the match with FTR and Tully, where Marco was the, the Tully of the other team, yeah. if that makes any sense, yeah, of the Jungle yeah. Men. Uh, that was all right as well. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Because you look at Luchasaurus when he gets going and there's no one like him in AEW. I feel like we're still waiting for, him to, for them to realise his potential. Yeah. For them to be like, oh, hang on. But it's every time, isn't it? He comes and he gets the hot tag and he kicks folk and the crowd goes wild. Yeah. Yeah. And then the shooting star press as well was an amazing moment. Um, I think all right. Yeah, all right. But He's not done too much, but he hasn't done nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Matt Hardy turned heel at the end of January after attacking Matt Seidel and Top Flight after he and Private Party had beaten them. He, the, the, the three, the, well, the three baby faces at the time, they got some chairs and then turned heel mm. with those chairs. Then we had the stuff with Hangman Page in the early parts of the air, uh, the segment in the bar with the contract where Hangman sort of woohoo, woohoo, slip one in, slip one out. Yes. That's weird out of context, but I meant bits of paper. Um, <laughs> lost the first quarter earnings match to Page at Revolution. Then the HFO stuff really kicked into gear. And nothing of note happened. He lost to Christian Cage in a... It was a nice little throwback edge versus... But sorry... Matt Hardy versus Christian Edge. match. Ooh. Yeah, Edge and Christian versus Hardy Boys kind of flavour that was going for. Yeah. Uh, that was a fighter fest. Then we had the stuff with Orange Cassidy and the best friends where they were feuding there. Uh, we had we saw Jack Evans, of course, as we mentioned earlier, having a little bit of his hair cut off. Uh, he was in the AEW number one contendership casino ladder match. And then we had a false count anywhere where Darby Allen defeated Matt Hardy on the Dynamite back in April. Mm. It's been a bit of a... Yeah, yeah. yeah because the, the feud with Hangman, even though it wasn't, like, it wasn't the highest stakes feud or anything, I genuinely... So Best thing done, yeah. As a bit of a like tied in hangman over until he rose again. I thought it was fantastic, but 
from there, whenever that music hits, like the rrr, rrr, I think, oh, it's, mm, there's going to be some, nothing gonna it's going to be another it? 10 man tag match. And yeah. I guess the big money match stuff in, in terms of character and the promos and whatnot, they've been fine. Yeah. But in terms of what actually happens on the shows, there's not much, to, not much at all, is there? No. And that's not because he he's had plenty. Compared to other people on this list, he's had plenty of TV time to do some stuff. Yes. But the Hangman stuff sticks by far and above the rest of it for me. Does that push him into all right? Nah. Okay. I'd say bearable for Matt Hardy. Just about bearable. This is Matt Hardy we're speaking about, for oh. goodness sake. Young Bucks, uh, night one of New Year's Smash is where they threw up the too sweet me bro with Omega and the Good Brothers and we thought oh no those wholesome Christian boys they're not wholesome Christian boys Is anymore that, this year? It feels that like was been healed forever night one of New Year's Smash right. but they didn't turn heel immediately did they because they were sort of like oh we like you Kenny Omega but we don't like you Don Collis Don Collis Don Collis Don Callis you dirty man they should have um, turned heel immediately yeah this went on till April yeah, yeah. from January till April they were sort of like will we won't we will we won't we but then they did uh, they joined the uh, Kenny Omega, of course, and the Good Brothers to make the Super Elite and cement the, cemented their heel turn by removing Ray, Ma uh, Ray Phoenix's mask. Mm -hmm. Ray Phoenix's mask. Mm. This hangover's terrible. <laughs> Ray Phoenix's mask in a match against the Death Triangle. Then you look at the headlines in terms of matches, the Steel Cage match against the Lucha Bros at All Out. Many people's match of the year. Uh, full Gear, Force Car Anywhere match against the Jungle People, Luchasaurus doing a shooting mm. star press. The huge match against the Dark Order with the entrances. Uh, the Sleeper I've written down here, because it was a Sleeper street fight against Penta and Eddie. Oh! Oh, yes. They kicked off a dynamite one time. Uh, double or nothing against Eddie and Moxley. That was a good match as well. Then, of course, they retired SCU as well. So I would say oh. it's been a top tier oh, year you say top for tier? the year. Would you not? Probably. Probably. I was wondering whether they'd be top of lovely or, or get into the top tier. And this year, which is going to change your mind, I know it is. It's going to cement the fact okay. that I have had a top tier Yeah, This is when we got the Baywatch. Yeah, it's top tier, yeah. We'll but... come and save you, Father! <laughs> While Chris Jericho and MJF were making Daddy Buck bleed. Yes. Papa Buck. Matt Seidel signed with AEW officially towards the end of 2020. Then he lost to Cody Rhodes at New Year's Smash. He turned heel after losing uh, to Matt Hardy in private party. He turned heel? Uh, we, 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 that weird heel that he yeah, told us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Psychological. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, lost to FTR with his brother. His brother's made his, well, made a fair splash in AEW yeah. this year. Uh, lost to Kenny Omega in a world title eliminator in March. Lost to the Bucks with his brother again. I think it was uh, a tag team eliminator in April he then lost a singles match to Christian Cage in May this is like a Craig David song this but with months <laughs> uh, he beat Dante Martin on Dynamite in June so all wow. those losses and he's got a win then he lost to Andrade in Andrade's first match in the okay. company. Then he had a few more defeats um, in, against various tag teams while teaming with Dante Martin. Then a pair of defeats to CM Punk and to Dante on Rampage. And those are his only two matches on Rampage so far. Lots of defeats, one win. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's done his job, but it hasn't been the best year for him. And that's a weird thing to put in this tier, isn't it? Because he's been good, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And he's been booked to lose and make other people look better. Which he's done. Which he has done. But Selfless. he hasn't won. So is and he, it's all about winning. So is he bearable? Or is he all right? Should we go all right? Because he's done his job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've all done their job. They have. But, <laughs> but he's, a, he's a prime example of, like... Selfless. Yeah, the booking hasn't helped him, but he's still been good. The acclaimed. Yo, and I'm gonna wrap it real. Where Gary YouTube, where the deal, 
it's harder, yes. than, harder than it looks. Matt's Caster there making all kinds of wrong headlines. Not well, he did in, in August, wasn't it? When he, he he did that rap, was yeah. it in August? It was sometime earlier this year. He did that there rap, and Antonio Khan called it terrible, mm. and then made sure he'd be editing all the raps heading forward, which apparently has been happening. Caster uh, was in the face of the Revolution ladder match with Af, which I forgot about all that. Mm. Uh, he beat Press Ten Vance to get into that match there at Revolution. Uh, the match with the Inner Circle back in February, um, but apart from that. For the acclaimed, better, better, better. There have been no real meaty storylines uh, to lock their jaws into on the main roster, that is. I want them to have one, because I like them a lot, mm. even apart from the, the bad time. But generally, I find them very entertaining. They are very entertaining. I like his Doctor of Thugonomics era, John Cena rapping to the ring thing. Bowens is great. They're good at wrestling as They're well, They're good at wrestling. Um, and I like the dynamic between them. Uh, I, I forgot think... about a thing, by the way, oh, yeah. the, 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 the rap to Moxley about... Renee, oh, yeah, the oral Renee. sessions. No, no, she just wanted us on the podcast. And then isn't that when they use the clip now in promos and stuff where Bowens gets in the ring and goes, hey, W, and then just gets yeah. absolutely taken out. Um, I like them as, as, like, I like them as well. who are foolish and goofing around and then get, sometimes lose, uh, sometimes win, but often learn, like, get taught a lesson. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I think they're all right, mate. Yeah, I'll stick with you, yeah. yeah. Close at the top as well, I would say. Oh, yeah. They just need to be used more on Dynamite and Rampage, I would say, in 2022 to... Progress. I think so. Up the tier. Miro, who of course kicked oh. up the air with Chuck Taylor, the wedding, the butler, all that sort of stuff. Arcade Anarchy, as we mentioned. And then after that, we were off to the races because Miro said to Kip, Kip, I'll break your arm. <laughs> and then he broke his arm. And I don't think we've seen Kip since no. on Dynamite. No. <laughs> um, so. New, so Miro got a new theme, a new gimmick where he was the redeemer. And he was God's personal favorite champion in all of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. And then God turned heel on Miro by giving him a neck of sand. And now Miro wants to beat up God. It's a fantastic gimmick <laughs> story. with fantastic promos. And when he's, what's, what's even the right word? When he's lost in no man's when he's land. In, like purgatory. Purgatory, that's what I'm looking for, yeah. Uh, we had the, the few with Darby Allen to kick things off with the new Miro, uh, which resulted him in winning the TNT title, which of course he got to introduce his own belt with the sort of plovdiv colours I think they had on it with the white oh, strap and whatnot. That makes sense. Uh, the match with Lance Archer at Double or Nothing, then he beat the likes of Evil Uno, Pillman Jr., uh, Shotty Lee, Fuego twice with a car on, line, uh, on the line as well, Eddie Kingston at All Out, and then of course we wrapped things off with the, the full gear match against Brian Bajib Savage. Yep, and that was Brian Danielson. Good match as well. Woo! Uh -huh. I feel like Larry King when he tried to say Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Ever seen that before? Yes. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> all of those matches that you mentioned were at least very good, if not excellent. Yeah, and they built him up. Yes. I think I think he's top. I mean, he's got to be top oh, tier. Top tier. It's, it's a total package now, isn't it? It's yeah. Lex Luger, but Bulgarian. Yes. Fantastic. Ty Conti, arguably the most improved professional wrestler in all of the wrestling Fantastic. here in 2021. Mm. Eight matches on Dynamite this year. That's all she's had. All being wow. ones to sort of set up something at a pay-per-view or set up something on Rampage or Rampage set up a Dynamite. You know what I'm trying to say yeah. here. She lost the NWA Women's title to Serena, uh, title matches to say, uh -huh. to Serena Deeb on January, uh, in January, I'm, I'm doing this again, in January on Dynamite. She yeah. lost to Shida after earning herself a, title, uh, a, a title match. <laughs> Should we take a five-minute pause? <laughs> she lost the title match to Shida on Dynamite in January yeah. uh, as well. Was it in January? I don't know. I've not written Early that bit on, down. Yeah. She lost to Britt Baker at, at full gear. That was a good match. That Ooh. was arguably her best match of her career so far. With the Brazil flag maker. Yes. Yeah, that was a great match. Uh, the stuff with Ty J. Uh, the tag team has been taken a bit further this year. The stuff on Rampage with the likes of Penelope, we mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, and stuff like that. I would say it's been her best year in her career yes. by a country mile. I'd say it's been a lovely, lovely 
lovely, lovely. Lovely, wall bark. Would you agree? Yeah. Yes. Oh God. Get in there. Well, I'm terrible. We're approaching. We're approaching the end. Yes, it's a big tier list. Number fifty-three is MJF. I feel like we're in the FA Cup draw now. <laughs> who challenged the books for the tag team titles with Chris Jericho? Of course. Just before that, we got the "We'll Save You, Papa" book yes. running backstage. That didn't happen. Of course, they wouldn't win the titles because because they're not as good as the Young Bucks as a team. Yeah. Yes. Sammy Guevara then saw what MJF was doing to the Sammy inner circle Guevara. and then said, nah, 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 MJF, bosh, and he attacked him. And then eventually uh, MJF was kicked out of the inner circle, but uh, sort that of... one segment. Yeah. The double swerve. Yeah. It was like Game of Thrones. Aha! It doesn't matter because I've got my own gaggle yeah. of men. Uh, Blood of Guts then happened. Stadium stampede all out. Chris Jericho's career on the line. But, of course, Jericho won the feud because he, oh. won, he won one match. Uh, Brian Pillman feud with the controversial lines in there and whatnot. Derby stuff heading into full gear. The match with Derby fantastic was match. fantastic. And then CM Punk and all the stuff that's going yeah. on now with the 20-minute promo to open Dynamite. Fantastic stuff. It just depends how much we disliked the Inner Circle versus Pinnacle stuff at the start of the year, weighing him down a bit. I enjoyed most of it. I just didn't like the way it turned out. It was fantastic, and then Blood and Guts happened. A lot of people didn't like the Blood and Guts matches because but of the way it finished. Won. At least he won. I remember the image of him covered in blood on that top was of the cage. Dastardly. Like, yeah, so that yeah. was a good moment for him. It was just a bad moment for Jericho, I think. Stadium but Stampede then, didn't, uh, didn't measure up to last year's. No, it But didn't. again, the seconds no. never do, do they? No. Do they? Some, not, Maybe Home Alone. Not in Stadium Stampede. Some people might think Home Alone 2 yeah. is better than Home Alone 1. Maybe. I don't. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it being top tier? It's, it's one of the two top tiers, but I just don't know whether the early parts of the year makes it more lovely, lovely, lovely than top tier. I think... I think it has. I think is the latter half of his year... Has just seen him yeah. soar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak him in the top two. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Malachi Black, who was built up for ages on Smacky Down this year. Loads of fantastic behind the scenes. Well, not behind the scenes. Well, maybe they are behind the scenes. The Dark Father character getting built up for weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm. One confrontation with Big E, and then on June the second, he was released from his <laughs> WWE contract because of budget cuts. Yeah. Uh, but he said on Twitch he's, he's, in, he's on good terms with Vince McMahon and expressed an interest in going back there one day. So, ooh. Ooh, who knows what might happen with the Dark he's Father. He's going to be the Sean Waltman of this war. <laughs> Flip-flopping between... Or Jeff Jarrett, one of the two. Yeah. Road Rager, he made his debut, though, in AEW. It was the first night back with fans at AEW Dynamite. And I think when the lights went off, I, don't, I know I was thinking this, oh, my God, that many people in that place for the first time in 18 months, wherever it was, the power can't hack it. There's been a power cut. <laughs> but, no, it turned out to be Malachi Black which is one of the biggest WTF moments of the year Ooh. because he was only 30 days into his 90-day no-compete. So no one expected him to be there. Yes. Uh, kicked Don Anderson in the, head, in the head. That was fantastic. Mm. Then we got the stuff with Cody sort of building up through the through the Nightmare families, having matches with Brock and, and Shotty Lee, I guess, as well, yeah. was there. Whoever else he had but matches with. Even in these matches that didn't seem to mean much, he, he really got over by just being brutal and yeah. scary. Uh, the stuff with FTR and Andrade and Pac and all that sort of stuff. Uh, the matches were Cody. He won the first couple, lost the last one, but at least he got two wins over the yeah. America's national treasure, Cody Rhodes. And then just a shout out to the match with Brock Anderson. Why the hell not? Oh, God. Remember Brock that Anderson? Was, that, was, that was hard to watch. Yeah. Hard to watch. I've loved the character, the storytelling, He's though, this fantastic. year. fantastic. The fact he kept the eye it's from kept, Dury, but it's, it's, it's kept bigger. bigger. Oh, oh, I think wow. he's top. I think he's yeah. 
yeah, top, it's tier. top tier. Top tier is getting quite heavily bought. It's the it? entrance and everything. It's the total. It's it's screaming in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Layla Hershey, you might be surprised to hear, signed with AEW officially in March. Maybe would have expected her to do more with the company since March onwards. Yeah. But it just hasn't really happened, has it? Just before that, though, she lost to Thunder Rosa in the first round of the Eliminator Tournament for the women's title. Then she got herself in the NWA Women's Title Tournament. Got herself all the way through to the big match with Camille. Some big moves off the top rope and stuff like that. But unfortunately, she lost. And that's just about it. Yeah, I'm hoping that next year she gets more to do. Surely she will, because she's that different and she's good as well. Yeah, it's it's good that they don't book her as like, just because she's small, she's not an underdog all the time, because she's yeah. really strong and good at grappling. Um, but you're right, the minute she signed, then it got a bit less. Mm. I don't know where I put her. I mean, she got the final of the NWA belt, so had some good matches yeah. there. Oh, Bear she was bearable. Oh. I guess it's what they're doing on Dynamite, isn't it? So... She's not appeared on Rampage yeah, yet, so... Top end of bear More to come in yeah. 2022, though. Proud and powerful. Now, this has been a weird year. Not had a match on Dynamite since they defeated FTR on September the 1st. Mm. Which, in that match, they got their win back after a loss at Fight for the Fallen. Then, of course, they were involved in the Inner Circle stuff at the start of the year. And that is it in terms of Dynamite and Rampage for Proud yeah, and Powerful. Where have they been? It's strange, isn't it? Where there must be gone? something going on behind the scenes that we're not privy to. Maybe they've just had to take a bit of a back seat. It's very odd. It's very weird indeed. Yeah. It's bearable for it's, them. It's bearable at max. We've missed one, Ross. We've missed Orange Cassidy. Oh, my God. There he is. I would argue maybe Bin for Proud and Powerful. Bin? No. What have they done? Yeah, but they're not worse than all these people. No, no, no. Bear, just no. That. <laughs> uh, Orange Cassidy <laughs> involved in the Chuck and Miro stuff at the start of, year of, uh, start of the year, of course, with the wedding and all of that stuff. Revolution. Chuck and Orange defeated Miro and Kip, which is the best loss of Miro's career. Yeah. Uh, Three-way double or nothing. That was absolutely fantastic. Orange Cassidy definitely played his role in that matchup. And you, you did think he was going to win at one point with the roll-ups and whatnot. Mm. Uh, the Casino Ladder match where Paige got the, the, the title shot. He was in that one as well. He being Orange Cassidy pronouns pal he lost to Miro who was Moxley's replacement of course in the semis of the title tournament he did well to get that far but ultimately was pretty much demolished by Miro as he would be back then then he teamed with Tomohiro Ishii to take on the Butcher and the Blade on Dynamite that was strange then of course for the large well I guess the largest part of Orange Cassidy's year we had the stuff with the HFO which didn't really do much no um, it's not been it's not been the best for him I, I still think the high point of Orange Cassidy was like the triple threat with Pac and Omega, yeah. maybe the feud with Jericho when he hit him in the, the mimosas. That was 2020, that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, like, this year hasn't lived up to that. No. Not through any fault of Orange Cassidy's, but it's it's all right for me. I'd say all right at best, yeah. At best. Have we seen all of Orange Cassidy that we could see? No, no. In terms of a prominent position, maybe, in AEW? I don't think we have, but I think it's still been all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pack, War Geordie Pack defeated mm. Eddie Kingston at UES Smash. And then we had the stuff with Ray Phoenix heading into the spring, which is all fantastic. They were, won a battle royal, but then lost their tag team title shot to the Bucks on Dynamite, which, by the way, was a match. If you're into this sort of thing, that was given five stars by Ravy Davy Meltzer. Mm. Don't use that in an argument, though. That's the thing I don't People like. People get really cross. Yeah. Don't well, say a match is good just because Dave Meltzer no, gave a five stars. it's just one man's opinion. Yeah. But often, it can be used as a barometer. Yes. But I wouldn't take it as a gospel. TV guide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Still for Orange Cassidy, which, of course, led to the match with uh, the triple threat match at Double or Nothing. Yeah. Then we go into the Andrade stuff with the stuff with Cody and Malachi Black. All that sort of stuff. And a shout-out, of course, to the singles match he had with Dax the Axe, mm. which was fantastic. Oh. Oh, go yes. away. <laughs> um... 
oh, lovely. I think lovely. I yeah. wouldn't put him on top though, quite. No. I but I'm going to put him top of lovely. He's going to become champion next year. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, imagine it'll be like it'll be like if, if Newcastle won the league. There'll be people on the streets. I'll be in that's five a, years' time. That's how big wrestling is. <laughs> Pantaro Zero Miedo, the stuff for the books towards the start of the year that we've already mentioned. To death. Loads of times we've talked about that so far. Singles matches against Cody, which he lost at St. Paddy's Slam. I can't remember that one at all. Mm. I've said that a few times in this tier list. Uh, he beat Trent. He lost Orange Cassidy in notable singles matches. Death Triangle versus the Bucks and the Elite and all that sort of stuff. The street fight springs to mind. Uh, the Steel Cage match, of course, against the Bucks as mm. well. Match of the year. And, of course, we've got to mention the loss of the AAA tag team titles to last superanas not piranhas it's been a it's been right so I, I'll I think my argument can't be fully made until we get to Phoenix shall we do Phoenix now as well go on then go on then so you've mentioned there five star singles match with Kenny Omega at New Year's Smash thanks to Ravy David Melton for Dave that one uh, won the casino tag team battle royal at Revolution on behalf of himself and Pac last eliminating Jungle Boy uh, they lost of course the match against the Young Books mm -hmm. and then they won the tag team tournament alongside Penta beating Jurassic Express in the final beat the Young Bucks all out uh, match of the year that sort of thing and then they're in the few with FTR now I mean, so it's got to be sort of similar on it well I was going to say Penda lovely 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 Phoenix top tier oh yes because Phoenix had that singles match with Kenny and he and did the stuff with Pac when Penta wasn't there yep and the Jungle Boy stuff as well so in uh, the Battle Royal stuff as well yeah. so I think I think Penta goes lovely easily but I think I think Phoenix if I can find him there he is he goes top tier for me. Way high. Oh. Next up, we have Powerhouse Hobbs, whose first bit of like big TV action this year was the Casino Battle Royal. Then we went on to the match with Christian, which was soon after Christian arrived in AEW. Then, of course, we moved on to Ricky Starks taking the FTW Championship away from Brian Cage and getting Brian Cage out of Team Taz, which Hobb played a match. Hob? Hob. 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 Alexander Hlob, former <laughs> Arsenal player. Hobbs played a massive role in it. Then we defeated Brian... We defeated... Yes, we're all... We, we're all... Powerhouse Hobbs. Yes. He defeated Brian Cage on September the 1st. Then on the 8th, he defeated Dante Martin. And in terms of Dynamite, that was it. But of course, he had uh, CM Punk's first big bloody TV match in ages yeah. on the Rampage. And that was a good match as well. Yes, it was. Uh, I think Powerhouse Hobbs had an all right year. I think... You would be wanting more though, wouldn't you? A little bit. Yeah. But, but then whenever he's been called up to the plate he's done well so he's stepped up to it he's stepped up to it I would say I'm lower saying. down and alright like, okay. but it's been alright hasn't it yeah. and of course he had Punk's first match back yeah. and he did well uh, he made his debut in 2009 you know which I was what? shocked about Powerhouse Hobbs his wrestling debut that's what Wikipedia says unless someone's someone's fat fingers hit the O instead of the one yeah how that would work I that don't know that can't be right <laughs> that can't be he's right he's 30 years old is he yeah. no I don't believe it grandfather I believe it press 10 Vance of the Dark Order was in the AEW title eliminated tournament first round he lost to John Moxley mm. really really brutally lot, yeah, really badly uh, I'm sure he messed up his, messed up his face as well didn't yeah. he uh, one appearance alongside Orange Cassidy in the Dark Order to take on the HFO mm. then he teamed with this is all of his matches this year on the big shows by the way he teamed with Paige to defeat Team Taz TNT title match against Darby Allen in April and a TNT number one contendership for the face of the, 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 the face of the revolution ladder match which he lost to Max Caster so Caster went up to that match and 10 went back home we've no matches on Rampage we just talked about Powerhouse Hobbs there and from the videos and stuff and his debut and everything like when he first arrived I expected Press 10 Vance to be the Powerhouse Hobbs of the Dark, the Dark Order, Order yeah. but he's not been as prominent as maybe we'd expected mm. so I think he's been bearable which sounds harsh but it's only because I, I think he's got better things to come he hasn't done much though has he no 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 I think bearable 
Nyla Rose got to the finals of the women's tournament, of course, beating Ty Conti and Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. This is the US tournament, remember that one? Mm. Uh, she beat them in before uh, losing to Rio Mizunami mm. in the overall finals on Dynamite, and then Mizunami went on to challenge for the title and did some funny things and lost. Yes. Uh, Nyla Rose also faced Britt Baker at Fighter Fest, but lost via submission. And now we go to the TBS tournament where she got a quarter final match win over Hikaru Shida. She fulfills a role, she fulfills it well. Yes. Are people getting sick of her? Maybe. I'm not too sure. Maybe. I, in a similar way to, like, like Natalia. Karushida. Oh, no, <laughs> Karushida, where, where they really carried the women's division a lot towards the start. Mm. But now there's more, like, there's you, Ruby Soho's and everybody on the scene. But I still think, I still think, I don't see Nyla Rose on my screen and go, oh, that's her. Oh, no. Yeah. I, think, I think she still does well. Yeah, she does do yeah. well. Does uh, all right, even. Towards the top of all right, towards as well. Towards the top of all right. I think she's got a lot better in the ring, as well. Yeah, the that's power true. power bombs are that is true. bomby. Mm. Cutie Marshall. Who lots... you recently learned is a bit older than you thought. Younger. Younger than you thought, sorry. Younger. 36 years. Yeah. I thought he was in his 40s. Uh, yeah, early, early 40s. Early thought, yeah. yeah. Uh, losses to Cody Rhodes, that's the main story of his in uh, 2021. Yeah. One in the South Beach strap match. They also had a wonderful exhibition match with Arn Anderson. Not as the referee, just as the bystander in the ring going, oh, that's all right, that's... Mm. Uh, who booked that? <laughs> Seeing QT Marshall versus Cody's not really tantalising enough anyway, never mind when there's not a winner or a loser. When they... Um, when they... When the, the, the heel turn sh followed shortly thereafter, didn't it? It might have been at the end of that match, even. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember everybody reacting like, they're making QT Marshall the big heel. <laughs> and I felt bad for him. Because he's good. He's a good wrestler, yeah. but it's like just in terms of charisma yeah. and stuff you want to see, it's just not It's not there for me, that's no. in my opinion. Uh, he beat Billy Gunn in April, no mean wow. feat. Uh, and I guess we could say he brought in Anthony Agogo as leader of the factory. Yeah. That's something, something to say. He also got hammered by Paul White as well. And that was good. Oh, yes. Just it, squashed. It all, was that all out? At all out. I think, yeah. it, was the, I think it was the, 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 the toilet break the match. match. Well, everyone enjoyed <laughs> it. It, it lasted about a minute, and that's what it needed to be, yeah. I think. So um, I think bearable... Certainly. I'd say bearable, yeah. yeah. So, no, maybe, maybe all right. His matches are all right. Yeah, his matches are all right. But the booking has been annoying, yeah. so I think bearable. Way I, why not? Penelope, who had a winning streak, mainly on dark, though. Higher profile losses like Sir Chris Statlander, Yuka Zakazaki, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember that match. And but... Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Me neither. No, but, it, but I was assured on cage match, because, spoilers, I did a, a small part of these notes. And I did Penelope forward, and I just totally forgot that match. Yeah. I remember hearing a theme once this year and maybe yeah. that was it yeah. uh, now in the alliance with the bunny of course taking on uh, Ty J mm. and she was eliminated in the first round of the TBS tournament by Ruby Soho as well I think Penelope's better than the role she's been given at the yes, moment uh, she's very athletic in the ring and does all the manoeuvres with such a plum. very nimble <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you now she's she's sort of lost in that which I guess you don't want to be if you're a heel where you're that heel that loses the match to the person on the up yeah 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 if that makes she's any sense that. Yeah. she's often in that role which, which I think, unfortunately, only makes her bearable. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. No one's in the bin, and I feel like we're going to get stick for that, you know. We'll have to put someone in the bin. We'll have to pin someone. We might have to move someone down towards the end of the tier list. Who knows what might happen? Mm. Keep tuned in to find out. Tricky Ricky Starks, the revolution is televised. A large portion of his year, of course, has been lost through injury. Mm -hmm. Has it been injury? He's been on commentary a lot on Yeah, I think he was shows. coming back from injury. He was part of the cinematic street fight with Sting and Darby Allen at Revolution. That was good. Yeah. Took some time off with the injuries, was just said there, before returning to feud with Brian Cage, being through that with F FTW. Mm. Get out of there, Brian Cage. Uh, he, he beat Cage to win the FTW title. Uh, won a rematch in a Philly street fight which was I was was that on rampage uh, I can't remember which it was one good it was 
whatever it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, also helped out um, a bit on Roach at the top. And I saw where he tried to fit a car seat in the back of Cody's car with Cody and Press 10 Vance trying to help. Yeah, that's the content you want. Gripping television. Um, they eventually got there, though. Just spoilers, I'm sorry, but they eventually got the car seat in the back of the oh, car. It's a big Cody was sat on the armrest. His arse was on the armrest in between the two front seats, which shows you how big cars in America are. Yeah. Because I doubt Cody could get half an arse cheek in my Ford Focus. No. Uh, <laughs> is Ricky Starks... It's hard to gauge his year because he's yeah, been yeah. injured for a bit of it. But I think when he showed up, they clearly see something in him. The, the feud with Cage was good for him, anyway. Yeah. So I think it's all right. Yeah, I'll go yeah. all right. There's not enough to really go off to put it any higher, I would say. No. There we go. We are getting clustered in that little middle portion, aren't mm. we? But there we go. We're being objective here. Sammy Guevara left the inner circle early in the air to have a little Barney with MJF. And of course, we went through earlier what happened with MJF and the pinnacle being formed. Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to have a certain impact, but never materialised. Yeah. Or because he had, what was he, what did he do? He, like some sort of... Meant to be like creative disagreements yeah. or something, yeah. Maybe he was well, meant to lose and didn't want to do that. Didn't work for him, brother, brother. That's what the news sources said anyway, but I mean, it's all, it's all hearsay. Yeah, blood and guts, stadium stampede. Sammy got the pinfall, of course, at stadium stampede yeah, in the middle of the ring. He was the hero of the, the he day. He was the hero. Yeah. Then, of course, he got the biggest win of the year, I would say. Bigger than Hangman. No, not bigger than Hangman. He beat Miro to win the TNT Championship. It came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, I was shocked as well. Yeah, uh, and then he's gone on to defeat the likes of Bobby Fish in a fantastic match. Jay Lethal and Tony Nese. Yes. Uh, lovely, 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 lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's just good, isn't he? He's good. I don't know what else to that say about cool, it. Cool, best in the world, Panda Man. <laughs> no, he's the best ever, isn't he? Not the best. The in best the world. ever. The best ever. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpio Sky. Now this is a weird one. He won the yeah. Face of the Revolution ladder match. The big Cheerio. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, God. Was, the yeah. Golden Ring. Bra- yeah. Yeah. Take that WWE. <laughs> um, but lost the subsequent TNT title shot against Derby. Turned heel and then went with Ethan Page. Mm. Then into Men of the Year and then into Team uh, America's Top Team. The stuff was Sting and Darby Allen lost to them at Double or Nothing. Then we go into to full gear and the historical Minneapolis street fight thing with the toaster invented in 1940. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, poor Scorpio. Bearable for me, you yeah. Same. It got off to... Because I remember the heel turn coming out of nowhere because he was on commentary for a show and I can't remember when this was. He was being a bit of an arse. He was arse. being a bit of a dick. Yeah. Not so much of a dick, but he was being a dick and I'm like, did he turn heel there? And then he did turn heel there and it just really hasn't gone anywhere, has it? No, it hasn't. I mean, he's still done well in the ring as he yeah. always does, but yeah, it's, it's a far cry from when he was Challenging Jericho for the world title. Yeah. yeah. And being the face of the revolution, remember. You'd expect a bit more from him. Mm. Thunder Rosa, who gets the Thunder Rosa pop every single time she appears on AEW TV. She got the final of the American bracket in the world title eliminated tournament, but lost to Nyla Rose. Uh, had a very well-received unsanctioned match with Britt Baker. Yeah, that's an, understa- yeah, that's an understatement in your yeah. notes there. Uh, the first ever women's main event, the main event, Diamond, uh, main event Dynamite. Then last eliminated from the All Out Battle Royal. Heartbreakingly so for me. Lovely news for Andrew Dingle. Uh, losing to the Ruby Soho, of course who made a debut in the match. She's still in the TBS title tournament as well, sat here, and she's had a fantastic year. She has had a fantastic year. Um, she's going to be the one to topple Britt Baker. Do you reckon? Got to be. There's nobody would, else, is I there? I think that would work. Uh, maybe Ruby again if she gets another shot. Yeah. But um, just on d- just on the mention of that battle royal, yes, it was heartbreaking for you in the predictions, but that final little battle was very exciting, was a yeah. really good ending of that match as well. On I the apron for ages. I think it's been lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, I'd go for that as well. Hangman Page, we're just going straight to the top with this one. Long-term ah. storytelling, what do we need to say there? But we'll go Matt Hardy, the stuff at the start of the year with the, the winner takes the first quarter earnings. Then we go into the stuff with Team Taz, he'd be Brian Cage, uh, Revolution, uh, we had the match at Dublin Nothing with the sunlight 
Oh, it was delightful as well. Uh, resumed the rivalry with Kenny Omega, took time off for the birth of his child, returned for the casino ladder match, got the win there, got the win over Omega. Then he's feuding with Brian Danielson, and he could well have had the match of the year. Uh, winter is coming as we'll Wangman, Wangman takes on Daniel Bro Brian Danielson. We'll never e know. We'll, never... We will know. We'll know in about a week's time as think, of the time of recording. I don't think we'll ever do a tier list this big again. <laughs> and we'll never do it. The we're nearly there. We're on the last column or the last row. Sean Spears. Oh, we've still got like 13 to go. No. no about 13. Oh, have we? Okay. Sean Spears continues to like chairs, but now he's developed his persona to also like little beanies from the mid-noughties and, and wearing suits with no shirt. And eating protein bars when he's just sat in the ring. And saying, babe... Baby a lot. Baby. Oh, don't worry, Wardlow, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, joined MGS Pinnacle in March, going to beat the Inner Circle of Blood and Guts. We've been through all that. Lost them a double or nothing. Uh, Jericho's first labour, but he lost that, of course. A uh, little bit forgotten from Nick Gage. Yeah. He came out after this match. Nick apparently. Gage totally overshadowed him. Like, Spears <laughs> had just lost, and then it's like, well, don't worry, because I've got Nick Gage, and everyone went, wow. And then to the point where I even forgot that Spears was one of the labours. Yeah, and now he's just sort of Wardlow as accountability. Oh, I'm enjoying but... the accountability, so. Yeah. Well, where? Just enjoy it. It's good. it's good, isn't it? It's all right when it happens, but... Yeah, it's not been it, that frequent, has it? Is it bearable? Yeah, it's bearable. It's got to be bearable. Which, I, I, which is sad. I feel I like he gets that... a lot of stick to Sean Spears. I mean, it's just... Was he the first one to be like, I'm so underutilised in this company, and I've gone to another company, and it sort of happened again, so people are like, meh, meh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'll never forget that shot from Stadium Stampede when he's in his room of chairs. Oh, it was like, it was like something from... It was like Broadway. The way it was yeah. lit and everything. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> he sat there. It's, about, it's like he's about to start clicking his fingers and going like, yeah. Oh. I am the chairman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruby Soho, destination unknown. No, no, it's AEW. Uh, she yeah. was at All Out. She won the Casino Battle Royal, Thunder Rosa, all that sort of stuff. Faced Britt Baker for the women's title, but lost after interference from Rebel and Jamie Hayter, mm. currently in the TBS title tournament, and she's loosely aligned with TJ. As she fights her battles with Nyla, Penelope and the mm. Bunny. Uh, for Considering when the hell was all out, September? Yeah, yeah. September, <laughs> August, September. Yeah. Uh, considering she only joined then, she's in a fair bit. She has. Yeah, proved um, how good she was, is. Yes, and I, I recently watched, I'd never seen it before. I knew the story, but I didn't realise it happened live on a podcast. She's on Zoom with the bloke from Rancid. And she's talking about like a ring name and stuff, and, and she confesses. Oh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, Zlatan yeah. Ibrahimovic. And she confesses to him. She's like, I did actually take Ruby from your song. That's why I was Ruby Riot. And he was like, Why don't you just be Ruby Soho? And she's like, Don't even say well, that. Well, that's a nice job. And that's then he a nice goes, story, She's like, You can't. And then he was like, No, quite easily. I'll just, I'll just make a few texts, and then we'll get the license and sort. And she's just like, What? <laughs> it's a lovely moment. It's very heartwarming. That is nice to hear. Lovely, uh, lovely, lovely. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be on it. Not quite the best because you've only been there for a little part the, of the year. The moment when she walks out at, um, for that battle royal as the, as the, the Joker. And she, you see the look on her face, she's like, everyone, she, she said afterwards, like, I've never had that response before. And you could tell it actually did mean a lot to her. It wasn't just acting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all watched in WWE, didn't we? For years where she was getting a little promo, mm. proved she was good at the promo, a little wrestle, proved she was good at the wrestle, and that was it. Yeah. So it's nice to see her flourishing. It is. Rebel, who plays a fantastic oh. role alongside Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. She faced Takara Shida in a singles match. I forgot But of course me. she lost it. Yeah. Uh, also teamed with Britt Baker against Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero, and she won. Fair play, she's got a win. Get in. Go a team with Jamie Hayter against Chris Statler in the handicap match that we mentioned earlier, but of course they lost with Rebel Reba taking the pinfall. Now I would argue that it hasn't been as good as 2021 as 2020 was for Reba. She's been overshadowed um, a bit by Jamie. I'm thinking about the dentist bit, uh, all that sort of stuff. Yes. She was a lot more prominent more than skit. she was. 
Oh, then she has been this the year. The recovery montage with Tony. That yeah. was hilarious as well. Her and Britt dancing to Marco Stunt singing his song. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. But it's still been an all right year. In relativity for Reba. It has. Rebel. Relative to her role. Yeah. 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 And she does the makeup backstage. Does she? Apparently she does. Oh, she, she certainly did when the roster was smaller. There might be multiple now. But that's also a talent of hers. Well, Tony Schiavone's always looked beautiful this year. Yes. So she was in the video for Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. <laughs> She was the lead dancer, wasn't she? That was what it said on IMDb or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. You're not seeing it. No. I remember watching the programme where she goes, oh, yeah, that was me, and then they flash up some footage of this, the song. I've heard the song. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's very <laughs> mid-noughties, isn't it? It's very mid-noughties and it's very country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where she, where she go, yeah? I mean, we've got Mr Cutler in All Right. Yeah, and she's the Cutler of she's the Women's Division. She's the Cutler division. of the Women's Division, yeah. yeah. go on, then. Sting! <laughs> oh God, that was terrifying. <laughs> Debuted as Derby's mentor at the end of 2020. Winter is coming last year. Took part in his first match um, since 2015 at Night of Champions yeah. in that thing with Team Taz in the warehouse. And he mm. played his role fantastically. Yes, we can say a thing or two about the camera cuts, but he was 62 at the time. Is mm. he 63 now? It's incredible. He threw a bat and caught and or caught it. I can't remember which way around it was, but one of they threw a bat to each other. And it yeah, was class. it was class. Uh, he had his first ring match at double or nothing we were all fearing the worst but he wrestled like yeah. a man 20 years his junior it was fantastic when he teamed against uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky with Derby once again uh, team with Derby to be 2.0 in Gun Club that was the match I think where he no-sewed the table mm. and I'm thinking that's a bit too far there oh, Stinger pal too far for me. Oh, that's a bit too far there yeah. Stinger it's a table for goodness sake and he's currently still fuming with FTR oh, and totally and all that I've, sort of stuff I've remembered one other thing he did the Hold Orange Cassidy, little, little boot. Chest part with Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. Which showed he was up for a laugh. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, you, you might think he's not doing a lot, but he's there every week, isn't he? When Darby's there, Sting's there. And everything he does, every little thing he does is magic. And he does it for... Oh, God. <laughs> and he does it for Darby. I was going to go for Brian Adams before you said that. Oh, right, yeah, sorry, every, sorry. Just imagine Sting saying that to Darby. Yeah. Everything I do, <laughs> I do it for you. Stu Grayson, part of the Dark Order team with Uno to take part in the tag team battle royals at Beach Break and Revolution, mm. respectively, but were unsuccessful on both yeah. occasions. Mainly spent the air as the, the, the secondary part of the Hangman storyline, giving him the confidence to go on and beat Kenny Omega for the championship. Uh, a lot of matches on Dark and Dark Elevation. Uh, challenged the Good Brothers for the Impact Tag Team titles on Dynamite, but of course they didn't win because the Good Brothers are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, lost the elimination tag match against the Galit with the entrances. Also split the Dark Order alongside Uno Nelly. Nelly. But Mrs. Brody Lee brought them back together. Yeah. Uh, Amanda. I've forgotten her name Amanda there. Huber. Amanda Huber. And uh, Nelly went through the papers at them as well. And <laughs> Just it was like lovely, his dad. Lovely heartwarming moment, actually. Yeah. Um, it's been a nice year, hasn't it? I don't think it's been a monumental well, year. Where's Uno? Get yeah, him alongside. I Uno. think we moved Uno down to bearable. Or did we leave Uno? No, we left him in bearable. Yeah, left him in all right, yeah. Get him alongside Uno. The Butcher um, left the alliance with Eddie Kingston and then went uh, went straight to bloody... What's his face? HFO, Matt Hardy. He did. Yeah. Because Eddie Kingston had turned face, yeah. Yeah, he went with Moxley. Butcher went to Hardy. Instead, yep, we've gone through that, Ross, you silly man. Played a key role in the House Always Wins house show, winning a number one contender's battle royal for the did TNT you know title. He had a TNT title shot that none of us knew about because it was a house show. Was that the one I that... just included it for a bit of, just a bit of extra spice. Mm, a spark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the arse at Darby Allen. I'm sure it was a good match, mm. though. I like the Butcher style me. Yeah. It's not really, it's, it's, it's very kick and punch for the first of the month. 
but it is hard hitting. You believe, and I like that you believe that he's hard. Yeah. He looks terrifying. Yeah. And of course, he took time off to tour, but famously came back for one night only to live out his dream of fighting Tomohiro Ishii in the wrestling ring when Cassidy teamed with Ishii to take on the Butcher and the Blade. The Butcher and the Blade. Should we wait until because the blade's next? The blade is next. I would argue. I would argue that the blade goes higher than the butcher this year. The blade goes higher than the butcher. The blade was doing lots with the HFO when the butcher was away on tour, if you remember correctly. What can you can you read the thing? Well, read the notes. I need to remember. I can't see your screen from here. Jack has put largely the same sort of year as the butcher, either competing in tag matches with the HFO, interfering in other matches. He teamed with the Bunny in a mixed tag match with Orange Cassidy and Chris Statland, as we said a couple of noteworthy singles matches here oh, we go okay. taking on Orange Cassidy at Fighter Fest and Christian Cage at Homecoming I remember the Christian Cage one because I think in bloody hell you're better than your position on the card probably yeah. makes you okay so I would argue that the blade for this year and this year alone goes higher than the butcher but that's because the butcher has extracurricular activities does that mean we put the butcher in bearable surely not he's the butcher oh my god maybe we put the butcher at bottom of all right and, and the blade, blade towards, the top towards the top. Right, okay. Not at the top, but towards, towards the, top. the top. And of course, we've been through the butcher and the blade, so the bunny is now. The bunny is here. Send for the bunny. Often uses the antagonist to build up baby faces during a push. With the likes of Tay J. Well, just Tay, just Ty. Yeah. Uh, Red Velvet and Chris Statlander. Lost to Layla Hirsch at homecoming in a match to determine the number one contender for Camille's NWA women's yeah. title at Empower. Mm -hmm. uh, currently aligned with Pelope uh, and Nyla Rose taking on Ty J. And, and, and she lost in the TBS tournament to Red Velvet in the first round. She's been around a lot, actually. She gets a lot of TV time. She does, even though it's not always matches. She always, she always puts a shift in. But she's in that role with Penelope as yeah. the heel who loses to build up somebody else. Which... Where did we put Penelope? Penelope. I can't even remember. Bearable, maybe? Yeah, she's near the top of Bearable. Yeah, so I, I think very much the same for yeah. her friend, the rabbit. Yeah. Adam Cole made an underwhelming debut at All oh. Out. Um, he, he sort of just appeared. It and was fantastic. It was earth-shattering. And people thought he was going to do one thing, then he did the opposite by aligning with Kenny Omega in the Unbooks, even though I still think Kenny Omega's going to come back and be like, why did you kick me out? Mm. Not officially, but like, you put yourself in there. You, you cleaner, bastard. Cleaner, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah. beat the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian, all in capitals How as well. How did he do that? On his Dynamite debut. That's a fantastic result for all concerned there. No, it's not. I don't know what I'm saying here. <laughs> if you were Jungle Boy and Jurassic Express, uh, went to the uh, Falls Cat Anywhere match at full gear with shooting star presses mm. and flying Christians and flying Christian. Yeah. That worked. Yeah. Young, young boys are Christians, aren't they? Uh, now, a few with the best friends. Um, teaming with Bobby Fish, leaving Bobby Fish high and dry, being a terrible friend. Yeah. The tension tease with the rest of the elite. Oh, yeah. can you, I reckon Kenny Omega will come back with a... What's the word I'm looking for? New attitude? Yeah. Uh, Verve and oh, vigour. Yeah, OK, OK. <laughs> uh, I'm the leader. No, I'm the leader. Now, I don't think... Because for some reason, there was a weird period on Twitter where everyone was arguing about whether or not Adam Cole had made a mistake. He obviously hadn't, because WWE were going to make him a manager and get him to cut his hair. Yeah. But there, the argument, I think, was more about, like, is he being utilised as well as he could be? I don't think he quite is yet, but I don't think he can rush everyone in at the same time. So I mean, I we think, saw with Miro as yeah, well, didn't exactly. we? Miro was knocked down and given, you know, let's, let's just call it what it was. It wasn't very good, was it? Yeah. And now he's up there with one of the best things in the company. So I'd assume that Adam Cole, once Kenny Omega's, fit and healthy, that would be the big thing that sends Adam Cole off to the moon. Yes. I would assume, anyway. But I also think that his stuff hasn't even been bad. It's been good. No, So yeah. I think it's been lovely, 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 in fact. Well, with the debut as well. Oh, I guess yes. he just walked out 
What about two years, isn't it? When's he going to tell his story? Story time for Adam Cole, baby. Bye-bye. Red Velvet, who nobody seems to like. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, she comes out as a clear baby face in a role, but no one likes her. Well, she, in the that crowd. was in Britsburg. I'm, oh, I'm fair enough. Of when she got booed against Brit. <laughs> I've never heard her get cheered once. They all she, had the towels. Of course, she started the air teaming with Cody Rhodes, taking on the team of Shaquille O'Neal and Jade no Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> she lost to Serena Deep for the NWA Women's title and Britt Baker for the AEW Women's title this year. And she beat the Bunny to progress to the second round of the TBS tournament but was knocked out by that old foe but they never mentioned the Shaquille O'Neal thing interestingly Jade Cargill and that tournament there you know what I, I need to be alright for Red Velvet I'm always worried she's going to kill herself in her matches because she always does a dive and it always goes that close to a broken neck and, and I'm lead, like oh the leader. Yeah. yeah careful now Red Velvet but where do you think alright yeah I think alright as well yeah again another person who could be used a lot more Trent will move on to now who returned midway through the arcade and imagine as Jack was saying to me at the time because I remember this like it was yesterday we've been through lockdown wanted a good moment <sighs> and out came Sue out came Sue do you get emotional? I was I was buzzing I was bu I don't know if emotional I, I saw people online certainly saying they were getting emotional about it I was hyped <laughs> for Sue <laughs> and for Chris Statlander coming back it's like everything in that match made everything that had gone before it worth it in the end yeah. with Miro and Kip Sabian and um, they, they got the win there did Chuck and Orange yes. Cassidy uh, took part in a couple of tag matches on Dark a singles match against Penta on Dynamite then unfortunately got injured once again and then he returned again for the second time when the best friends music started you know what I wept Sue! like a child I I'm lying I wept like, I weep like a child every time <laughs> Sue's on camera Cristiano Ronaldo loves her Sue came out the Honda got the biggest pop of the night just about and he saved Orange Cassidy Chuck Taylor Rocky Romero and Wheeler Yuda I guess as well from <laughs> yeah, a, Wheeler as well yeah I guess yeah the fourth fifth wheel whatever he is uh, from attack by the super clique yes uh, I don't know how high we can put him here cause, just because of lack of action I know but bearable yeah bearable just, not his fault just though of lack of action yeah his body was sore yeah. this is war pardon me <laughs> this is war I had a chicken wing uh, joined the inner circle with MGF after, and defeated Jake Hager at New Year's Smash before forming the inner circle uh, sorry getting in the inner circle and then getting out the inner circle and forming the pinnacle mm. he feuded with the inner circle he lost to Jake Hager in an MMA should never have, Jake Hager should never have got his win back in my opinion why? Because it's the MMA thing be, yeah it was in the cage wasn't it there's cross promotions that we had there with Bellator yeah. uh, I just didn't like it as I said earlier uh, it was the fourth labour of Jericho but lost after a baseball battle that shot. Uh, currently teaming with Sean Spears, uh, his ac accountability buddy, and then there's sort of similar intention. I think yeah. it's what Satya now we're building up Wardlow by, by just having him beat people severely yes. each and every week. And the more he does that, the more people will get cheered. More look forward to getting see, uh, go to see him do that stuff to people, and then eventually it'll happen. The Batista moment will happen. I, I can't wait for the Batista yeah. moment. But as for 2021, it's, it's not been as eventful as it, as it could have been. No, he was good in the blood and guts match and stuff like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of a moment from Wardlow that stuck out this year. Yeah. Bearable? Oh, top, I think it's, top of bearable. Yeah. Top. It's not really his fault, is it? More to come, certainly. Got to be, surely. Don't, Wardlow, we know you're watching this. <laughs> Don't let that get you down. <laughs> Riho took part in the US bracket of the AEW title eliminated tournament, beating Serena D, but losing to Thunder Rosa. Team with Rosa to lose to Britt Baker and Maki Ito on the Re Revolution oh, pre-show. yes, what a was all about Maki Ito yeah. um, challenged Deep for the NWA title NWA women's title on the double nothing pre-show but lost nice. that was a very good match indeed uh, that was a very 
That was a very good match indeed. Mm. Uh, Britt Baker, <laughs> she beat Britt Baker in a non-title match on Rampage, uh, securing herself a shot, which we are yet to see. Yes. Will she win? I've got no notion. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Um, Not been a lot from Riho this year, but I don't know. She was back in Japan for a bit, was she? I yeah, assume, maybe. Yeah. Does that make it bearable then? I'd go bearable. <gasps> Think of what she was. She's a pillar of the women's division. Yes. Or maybe she's the foundation since it's maybe first Maybe she is the foundations, yeah. Upon which the pillars rest. Mm. And then finally, oh my god, we're at the end. Oh my god! Chicago made punk, chick magnet punk, other CM punks. He returned to professional What's wrestling. The one? Charles Montgomery Punk. Charles oh, Montgomery. Matt Stryker who called him that. Ah. Which is Mr. Burns's. Charlie Manson name. Punk. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, Chris Maguire. Chris Maguire Punk. Yeah. I don't think he plays for Southern anymore. Ah, oh, it's a shame. He returned to wrestling <laughs> after seven years, though. Made his first appearance on Rampage. And I remember we were sitting here doing pitches and whatnot, saying, oh, they should do this. MJF mm. come out, all that stuff. They did it fantastically well. Sold out the arena on just a rumour. Just I know they dropped in a few big hints, but it was just a rumour, I guess. Sold out an arena on that. Not bad going. He mm. comes out at the start of the show. Huge pop. Fantastic. He called out many, well, he mentioned many wrestlers, but called out Derby specifically. Yes. And they had the fantastic Bret Hart versus one, two, three kids thing at All Out. Great Picked match. up wins against Powerhouse Hobbs, Daniel Garcia, Matt Seidel, Robert Fish. That was, no, that was another sleeper match. Mm. Just kicked the poo out of each other. It was fantastic. Uh, before the, the little feud with Eddie Kingston with the match of full gear. One of the matches of the year. Now we're building to a match with MJF. We had a bloody 25-minute promo, battle-offs and from, all that sort of stuff. The Miz. Yeah. It's the less famous Miz. Yeah. That got such a big pop just for a, one line in a promo. Fantastic. I think even though he's only debuted a few Come months on, just ago. just do I want to see you do it. I'm just putting him on top tier. What do you not think? Yeah, everything is oh, done. Yes. While you could say, and I'm going to say it like, oh, hello, town, you are lovely. Ah, that's getting a bit old. You I think guys getting sick of this? Yeah. yeah, I think we're doing that on purpose. So when he has that thing that sort of makes him go back to what he was, then we'll see. What is Alaboot? Mm. And we can use that. Hello, Chicago, in he's promo a, package he's and whatnot. Snake. Yeah. You stupid old man. Um, right. 84 down. But now Jack the Jobber has yes. the biggest task of the entire video as my headache gets worse. <laughs> Who has had the best year in AEW in 2021? Is it Darby Allen or Brian Danielson? Brian Danielson. Is it Eddie Kingston or Brian Danielson? I feel like Woo! This, I'm just going to stop you there. I was going to have Brian Danielson at the top anyway. Are you? Yeah, so I think we should reorder the others. All right, then. I think Eddie honestly, Kingston or Darby. I was going to have Brian. That's my answer. Really? Yeah. He's not even been there all the year. Oh, no, I'm taking into account his WWE year as well. You this know what? This is just on Rampage and Dynamite, this, my friend, oh, and pay-per-views as then well. let's ignore what I've said. I still think he's had a slightly better year than Derby, though. Fair dues. Just. Eddie Kingston or Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson. If I say Daniel Bryan once more, I'm going to punch myself in the face. I think... Oh, don't do that. <laughs> um, I still think Brian... Yeah? Yeah. Jungle Boy or Brian Danielson? Brian, but... Come on, Jungle Boy. Kenny Omega right. or Brian if, Danielson? If it's AEW, yeah, yeah. and not what, what he did as Daniel Bryan in WWE, I'm going to plop Kenny. They're two different men, aren't they? Daniel yeah. Bryan, Brian Danielson. Uh, then we have the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega. That's a weird conversation to have. Uh, Kenny. Miro or Kenny? Oh, that's hot. Just because Kenny's been more consistent, because the start of Miro's year yeah. was nowhere near as good as... Weighs him down a bit, doesn't it? Like a peer somewhere. MJF or Kenny Omega? Uh, Kenny still, but MJF's getting there. Malachi Black or Kenny Omega? Didn't have enough time. Yeah. With time, he could have been up there, but Ooh, not quite. Mm. Ray Phoenix or Kenny Omega? He's another one I'm going to shuffle further up, but not not quite as um, that'll do. Not quite as good as Kenny Omega. Oh, 
Hangman Page or Kenny Omega? Oh, oh, Hangman had to deliberately lull in the storyline to get back to it. So, and then, and then had to actually leave for the birth of his child. So, I, I'm putting him second, but not quite Kenny Omega. And then finally, custard. Magnolia, Punk, <laughs> or Kenny Omega. Two shades of yellow there, lovely. <laughs> uh, no, I'll put him like up here somewhere. Fair dues. Uh, no Kenny Omega for me, yeah. There we have it then. Kenny Omega has had the best year on AEW Rampage, AEW Dynamite, and on the Pat Reviews as well. That is it. I am sorry for the presentation of this video. I am knackered. Mm. How are you? Yep, the same, the very same, but I'm elated that we're finished. And of course, since we are AEW Shields, there is nobody in the bin. Oh, I think there's one person we can move to the bin right at the end there. If I can find him. Oh no, where is he? I think you know who I mean. Is that him? Is that him there? The, oh, the Elite Hunter! Yeah. Go on then, why not? Just gonna burn <laughs> Terrible execution of what could have been a fantastic gimmick. Thank you for watching all the TLS malarkey this year. It's been emotional. I've been Gary YouTube, joined by once again another Gary YouTube. We'll see you in 2022. Remember, leave in the comment section of this video all the rest of the TLS that have gone live very recently, what you want to see from TLS in 2022, and we might just bloody well do it. But now, I'm gonna go into a coma. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 